Bon Jovi, Guns N' Roses, and when I I mean Axl Rose, okay. Yeah. Bon Jovi, Axl Rose, Steven Tyler. You got to kill one, marry one, fuck one, go. Oh shit. Um, I put some real shit on you. Let's see. So we got Bon Jovi, Axl Rose. I mean, no matter who you fuck, you're gonna get a stinky dick. Axl Rose. Steven, Steven Tyler. Tyler. Uh, so marry one, fuck one, kill one. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna hard, marry Bon. I'm, I'm gonna marry Bon Jovi. All right. Because he seems like he's fun. He down seems like area. he's got his head on his shoulders too. Yeah. Like he's still uh, got money. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck Steve. No, <laughs> Axel. <laughs> Faxel Rose. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck Axel. Cause I want to hear how high his voice can get. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming on my mind. <laughs> and then I'm gonna unfortunately kill Stephen. I he's, like Aerosmith. He's close to the hard. end of the line anyway. I just think that Bon Jovi would be the most fun to hang out. With. I watched a video yeah. where he was pranking people. Well, he seems was like he a funny, cool dude? Really? Yeah. You know who I would really like to hang out with? Sebastian Bach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, do you want to read comic books with him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to talk to him about the fucking Justice League, like the movie. You know what I mean? We'll say you, you what I want to do. Him? I want to rock. <laughs> Dee Snyder would be cool to hang out with. Too. Have you seen the movie? I did. Oh. It was Travis. <laughs> Travis watched we, it too? Yeah, we talked yeah, about it last night. Cool. So y'all can keep your fucking mouth shut. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Trav? Fuck one, kill one, marry one. What, what are you doing? Uh, let's see. I mean, Aerosmith quit releasing Bar- music a long ass time. I have Bar- to agree with your line. Bar- bon Jovi for the money. So you'd marry him? Yeah. Yeah, gold digger. Who you gonna fuck? What are the other two? Axel and Steven Tyler. Steve, because <laughs> of his lips. <laughs> oh, God. Get one of those Steven Tyler. And you're gonna fucking cap Axel off? Yeah. Ow. I I mean I'm pick, I'm picking Axel because he's got an appetite for destruction. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a damn porno parody yet. Well, I don't it's know if you've be. seen him lately, but he's definitely got an appetite. <laughs> I've seen him. That motherfucker's and fat. With his damn Game of Thrones chair where he can't move around. Baby. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dangerous. Hey, Deidre, Mary Fucker, Kill, Bon Jovi, Steven Tyler, Axl Rose. <laughs> <laughs> she went, huh? <laughs> They're not, but that's the point. <laughs> She's I- not giving an answer, so. <laughs> She's like, let me think about this. She said she don't like any of them. Uh, she ain't got to like them. Yeah. 
I mean, nobody, you know. I mean, I'm gonna have to be honest with you though. Would you not want to fuck Bon Jovi? Well, you're Seems married like to the cleanest. Yeah, he does. Oh, I guess so. You do. Yeah. You fuck him more. Yeah, more than X. It's a one-time <laughs> thing. Yeah, that's that's like gun to. Deidre just went feminist. She said she'd have to fuck all of them, probably. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Oh. Oh, she said she doesn't have to fuck any of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. She's, yeah. She just gave me a disgusted shake of the head and said, "Axel Rose, no." <laughs> Yeah, he, he can play uh, November Rain. <laughs> no, wait, Deidre De- De- said, no, are we talking Axel Rose 92? Yeah, uh, or yeah. Axel Rose, I'll give her that. You know, now. Yeah, we'll give her Axel Rose 92. And we'll they give her Bon Jovi 87. Or what Steven about Bon Jovi 87? And Steven Tyler 70. She said no, Stephen. <laughs> 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 We're looking at Bon Jovi, pour some sugar on me. We're talking pour some sugar on me, Bon Jovi. Yeah. Adam Adam took a hard vape and said, yeah. <laughs> In the name of love, I'm yeah. hot, thick and sweet. She'd kill Steven Tyler, she'd fuck 92 Axel, and she'd marry Bon Jovi. Fucking right. Say, I mean, who's not going to say that? Yeah. She said, she said, she said, I mean, hell, Bon Jovi's been married for 42 years. He's, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. Good guy Bon, man. Good guy. He's cool. He's cool. I, I, would, I would hang out. Yeah, you know. You can call um, him Jovi. I'll let him know yeah. that you're going to call him Jovi. Uh, no, if you're that comfortable, you call him BJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? What up, BJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, feel like, I feel like in, uh, I feel like, you know, the, you know, in scary movie when they do, Duke, pick up the phone. Yeah. They should do, Jovi, pick up the phone. <laughs> He's like, what? So, what's up? Okay, if you had to, if you got a free ticket to go see any of those bands, and you got to pick their set list, who are you gonna pick? You got one band. You can either go see Axl Rose with Guns and Roses, and you pick the set list, Bon Jovi or Aerosmith. Uh, I'd go with uh, I'd go with Guns and Roses. Set list being any various track they wanted other than November Rain. <laughs> I want to hear Civil War. You know what I mean? I like that. Nothing. Like, I would. I, I would be fine with 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 any, just about anything. I guess. Even Chinese than, democracy. I mean, they're gonna. I mean, you'd ha- that, that's a given. It's current. They, of course, they're gonna do that shit. You gotta. That's that's the rule of law with a lot of bands. No, you got you. You make the set list for them. You get to pick uh, like ten songs. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think it would probably. I mean, I think it would just be their well-known shit, man. I'd keep yeah. the set list short. <laughs> right. 
Because, yeah. I mean, in reality, I wouldn't want to see any of those bands. I mean, I mean, Guns N' Roses would be like, okay, I saw those guys. All right. Yeah. Do not give two shits about Aerosmith. Their old stuff is good. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, I, like I, I tried, I tried to, I tried to wing on that for a while. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with like old shit, but like, no, dude. No, um, you don't want no Stephen Fowler. Girl, before I met you, I was F I N E five. But your love was... made me a prisoner. My heart's been doing time. What? <laughs> I would, I would, no, man, no. What'd y'all say? I missed out. <laughs> I would rather, I would rather, listen, I would rather have shotgun blasts being blared into headphones on my head next to people shooting actual shotguns. Than what? <laughs> listen then... to Aerosmith. Any Aerosmith? Man. Any Damn, really? R- dude, yeah, I, it's James a, a terrible, <laughs> terrible pass with Aerosmith. We'll terrible one? pass. Love it an elevator. <laughs> don't, even, don't even care if they're going no. down. See, that's the thing. I know their songs. I just do not. I just do not. Danny <laughs> Yes, I'm moving. Yes, I'm moving. All right, Trav, you, you. <laughs> you have to pick what? between going and seeing Aerosmith or the Rolling Stones. I, I would rather see the Rolling Stones. Easy answer. All right. It is easy. All right. Who would you pick, Griffin? Rolling Stones, right? Yeah, of course. Come on. Are they going to play the hits? Are they going to do it all? You get the pretty, pretty, pretty girl. They just play Symphony of the Devil over and over again. No, no. The the opening set would be, or the opening song, they'd start right out of the bat, would start me up, and then they would end with Symphony for the Devil. What's the other one they got? They got another one that's always in those movies. Brown sugar. Brown sugar. Uh, they, 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 at, some point they, <laughs> at some point, they'd hit uh, Gimme Shelter. They'd, then they'd go into like Street Fighting Man. Yeah. I would love to see that, actually. Yeah. I'm signing <laughs> up. Yeah, for real. Next time they're in town, we're going. Real estate fucking outing. <laughs> going to see Rolling Stone. Wanna um, see my picture? Just to on see, just, just just to see. Gonna buy five copies for my mother. <laughs> I mean, just to see if fucking Keith Richards doesn't fall over. Like, could that? Like, could the show we go be the one? Oh God! I, the only way I ever, the only way I would envision Keith Richards dying is going to be is if he's performing and he just collapses. He just probably have a heart over. attack right after a show. No, I think that <laughs> while he's playing, he's going to get abducted by aliens. And that's the last time because they want to examine that would be and figure out why yeah. he's not dead that's, yet. Yeah, that's how that's how full disclosure is achieved <laughs> because there's nothing that can explain yeah. him being beamed up. The aliens want to know. Yeah, they do it, and then they, like like you know, fuck it. 
the next morning on Good Morning America, it'd be like some fucking shit where it's like, yep, aliens are real. I got another one. <laughs> okay. You got to kill one, marry one, fuck one. All right. Uh, John, Paul, or Ringo? Oh, God. I think we all know who we're going to kill. <laughs> we're all killing Ringo, right? Uh, I mean, you know. Only you. Oh, that's hard. Tell me you don't kill Ringo. I'd marry Paul. You said it like <laughs> in your mind you could picture your you was already planning your wedding. Yeah, yeah. I'd marry Paul. I could you like you just like you already pictured the wedding, having kids, sending them off to I, college. Yeah, and I'd probably fuck John. Where's George? He's not included. There's only three slots. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's if I, if they ever make a time machine as like a vacation, you know, because yeah. uh, where you can go back and it's like a you're not yeah. gonna fuck with the timeline. You just go Our back. People can't and even see you. Yeah, I would that I would love to go back and see like the Beatles in their heyday. You know what I mean? That would be fucking incredible. I mean, like, Sarge Pepper. You know what I mean? Only you. <laughs> he make this world he red. <laughs> Only you. You know what I'm talking about? <coughs> <laughs> Damn. Sorry. Party foul. R.I.P. Griffin. <laughs> I'm back. I died from something Ringo gave me or fucking John. It was gave the Beatles, me. man. The Beatles. Beatles. Do you want to drop acid with us, do we call it? <laughs> <laughs> Beatles asking me to drop acid with them. But you said never again, Dewey. Um all right. Everything everything else I got is off top. Did you see that video I sent you, Adam, of the vape, that pen? I did. What do you think? It's pretty cool. Lights up. <laughs> yeah. It's got underglow. It's got the refillable uh, pods. They're not battery pods. Hello. Yo. I'm already having problems Yo. over here. The Beatles. <laughs> John, what are you doing? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. I'm just playing. Ringo, what are you doing? What are you doing, Ringo? Yeah. I'm kicking rocks. <laughs> kicking rocks. Rocks. Uh, what episode are we? 46. Holy Pick up sticks. <laughs> um, Hang on, though. I'm having some issues. Um. Some problems. If you're having an issue, here's a tissue. Have you tried bringing it offload again? What? (laughs) I just put a hundred quid. Sitting around watching a movie with subtitles. Yeah. Subtitles. 
Did y'all watch this movie with subtitles? Yeah, that was the only way I could watch it. Yeah, I downloaded the English dub. It didn't the, work. No, it didn't. I clicked on the English thing. Nothing. It was silent. I was like, is this a yeah. silent film? <laughs> no. It is definitely deeper, deeper, deeper. Not what did she say? Yeah. Oh, that little bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Like this little bitch. She was hot, though. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no, she was hot. I like it. every time she pulls that fucking wire out, this can cut through meat and bone easily. Oh, fuck. What about you, Adam? I didn't hear that. What'd you say? What's your fa- Which is your favorite turtle? My favorite turtle? Yeah. I always like the one with the blue. I don't know his name. Uh, Leonardo? Yeah, I just like the color blue. <laughs> Mine was always. I did not like the Blue Ranger, though. Just want to no. make a correction there. He was a. A bitch. Yeah. <clears throat> I was always Donatello. I always liked him. I don't know why, but I did. Which one was he? The one with the little... With the stick. Okay. He's got the most range. You know what I mean? If we're going fight, to fight smart, not hard, not hard. You know what I yeah. mean? Did you watch Walking Dead? <laughs> no. Nah. Did you, Travis? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> Was it bad? Megan comes back, finally. Oh, shit. Well, you are about to it. shit your pants. Hope you have your shit pants on. And they picked up right there like he said it again. <laughs> did he really? I was vaping. I was like... <laughs> 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 started laughing. Oh, that's awesome. I hope you got your shit pants on. Rig. <laughs> Um. So this is forty six pickup sticks. Who wants the latest thing? I don't know, man. This is like it keeps the qualities like shoddy. Uh, we're we're in the central. Oh my god! You want to try to swap it to the east? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Girl, before I met you, I was F-I-N-E fine. I'm drowning this out with Rolling by Limp Biscuit. Travis, you can't you hate Aerosmith that bad. I do, man. Would you rather listen to Limp Biscuit than Aerosmith? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. That's a what? that's a that's a hard ten. Oh, <laughs> Kid Rock's not really running for Congress. Yeah, I know. I still want to. I still want to get one of them shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Kid Rock. Wear that next time you go vote. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're getting some change done around here. Wear that to church. <laughs> Wear it to church. Yeah. Kid Rock for saying it. Did you get them breaks, at pet boys. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hey, dude. That, that's. That's going to be next year's uh, Halloween costume. I'm going to get that in a MAGA hat. A what? Mm. A Make, Make America, America Great Again hat. MAGA? Oh, first time I've heard that. Yeah, right. I didn't know it had a name. I see. The red one? Why is it red? Yeah. Because he's Republican. 
Democrats are blue. It's red versus blue. I love blue. red, okay? Red loves me. <laughs> yeah, it is my favorite color. Okay, okay, there's no other color better than red. It's excellent, it's okay? It's the greatest color ever. God was on his day when he made that one. <laughs> he made it right. And on the seventh day, he made the color red. Yeah, and it was glorious. Okay. <laughs> okay. He was burning something, and he was like, what's this fucking shit I'm seeing? I'm going to yeah. call it red. Started fucking around mm-hmm. with these red hats. <laughs> All right. All right. Is everything ro- rolling good on your end now, Adam? Not really, but... Adam. Let me change. How do I do that? I always forget. I don't know. Every time I try, it's like, uh-uh. I'm going to switch it to Eastern. Travis. Yeah. You like the doors? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. You were you were really concerned. <laughs> You're like, uh I was gonna attack you. Like, what the doors ever do to you? <laughs> you were ready to lash out. You were like Ooh. the doors were ahead of their time. Yeah. Weren't they? You know who I've been listening to at work that, that was ahead of their time? Thin Lizzie. Thin Lizzie. I like yeah. some Thin Lizzie. Yeah. What's your favorite Thin Lizzie song? Um, All of them. Either Jailbreak or Whiskey in the Jar. But their deep cuts are fucking great, dude. Deep I was just cuts. listening to Al. Yeah. You got the meats. Dude, that's a podcast. Deep, deep cuts. cuts. It is. Oh, trademark real estate podcast. Deep Cuts. Welcome to Deep Cuts. And you just it's listen. Just a bunch of ar- it's just a bunch of arguments about deep cuts. <laughs> Well, if you'll no. flip the cassette over to side B, <laughs> this is well, where you, the party started. This is this is how I envision it. You take an album, right? Like, uh, give me an album. Um, um, uh, old school. How old school? Like something that is like, um, like a a really popular band, but a really unpopular album. Saint Anger. <laughs> oh no. Not that no. unpopular. No, no. There are no deep cuts. No. The deep cut was the album. Yeah. It cut so deep when you bought it <laughs> out of your wallet. Um, let's say something like uh I just went I don't know. But you take that album, whatever album it may be, and you just listen to you listen to the track and then you talk about the track. You know what I mean? In relation to the rest of the band's material. Okay. Um, Blind Melon. Any of their albums. Yeah. Because right? they, you know, the only song people know is Rain, No Rain. Yeah. But they got way better shit than that. Yeah. Way better. So, uh, and then you just listen to it and you're like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's fucking awesome, you know? Like, uh, oh, I don't. I'm going to run to the bathroom before we start. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 46. 46 long-ass fucking episodes. 
<laughs> if you're still here, if you stuck around. <laughs> yeah. This, this is a is... podcast that you don't binge. No. One episode I mean, is a binge. Like you, well, you could if you got time. Like you ain't got that, a life, you know? maybe. Yeah. If you ain't got shit to do. You got some <laughs> yards you need to mow. Yeah. Pop it on. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a professional landscaper, you're yeah. good to go. This week, we watched the second pick. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh. I'm here with Griffin. <laughs> I'm here with Travis. And I'm here without him. You most certainly are. And this week we watched the second pick was Audition. Yes. From the uh, podcast that Time Forgot. Real Estate Presents, podcast that Time pres- Time Forgot presents. <laughs> the Real podcast State, that Time uh, Presents. <laughs> presents Audition. Um, I've seen I've this seen, movie before. Yeah, me too. Travis owns it because he let me borrow it. <laughs> he was like, dude, you I never looked fuck. at him the same. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, man, you should watch this. He's like, here's this movie, and here's another movie called Pie. Oh, God. I haven't seen Pie. Is that some trippy shit? It's a, it's an older uh, Darren Aronofsky movie. Yeah, he's with podcast crazy. for another time. <laughs> That's like doing Requiem for a Dream. What I. Juice by Jerry. <laughs> Juice by Jerry. <laughs> Make you want to go kill yourself after you watch yeah. it. Jesus Christ. Um, so this movie, this dude <laughs> got catfished hard. Yeah. No, <laughs> real this hard. Is ever. This, this is going to be a true story in about about a year whenever uh, Harvey Weinstein tries to hoodoo fucking Rose <laughs> McGowan again, and she goes straight Super Saiyan on his ass, you know? <laughs> Holy Deeper. shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. Um, so, but wait, because, you know, we had to fucking watch a movie with subtitles, you know? So, yeah. Um, Not a lot of talk. Did this guy bang a bunch of chicks? Did he do no. that? Or she just accused him of it, though? I think she just accused him. I think that the other dude, that his buddy that set the audition up, he's probably guilty of just like, wrecking people yeah. you know what i mean just running through them left yeah. and right hong kong uh, laid to waste but no nah, this dude i mean I, the movie opens his wife passes you know the the kid is you know however old. um he's a teenager he's in high school yeah yeah well whenever the wife passes he's like seven oh, okay so he's been or, he's been he had been married a long time now who was the woman that was at his house that was like good for you though his uh Made, I guess, his house, house bitch. <laughs> Snatched that up. Yeah. Well, she was married. She said that. <laughs> if I wasn't married, um, so he's he has his own company. He works a lot. He doesn't really have time to go out and meet women. Um, he wasn't even interested in meeting women until his son was like, "It's been seven years, Dad. Like, come on, you know you're you're so not you getting got any game, younger." He's like, "Oh." Oh, your father have a lot of game. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> does this does this main dude not look like the Asian Harvey Keitel? Does, well, does he it, definitely <laughs> made some bad lieutenant decisions. No, but he really looks like him. Like Harvey Keitel, like Reservoir Dogs. Harvey Keitel, slick back hair. You know what I mean? I could see I can him. See what, I, I can see what you what you're saying. Yeah, you they know. would be badass if they recast those movies. Put all Asians. Oh my god! 
would watch. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but his buddy is like a movie exec, whatever. He works. They for make the, the films. Yeah, he works for the film industry in some capacity, and he says that they're going to cast the. Uh, they're going to. The movie wasn't real, right? Like it was just a hoodoo. Well, what was the point of the casting calls? Well, he was casting them for them. He was casting the the women for a movie, and they all put in resumes because he put that ad on the radio. Yeah. You know, which anybody. wasn't real. I don't think the movie was actually getting made, was it? I don't know. That it doesn't even matter <laughs> for real. But um, but he gives all the applications to the main dude. And um, he's going through it, and they've got, you know, it's a full resume. Any special skills, you know. Yeah, he said, don't worry about the picture. Focus more on the, yeah, what you know, the writing. Yeah. And uh, write down, what was it, 30, 20, 30 of the. Yeah, 30 of the ones that you're most interested in. They'll call them back for uh, auditions, and then they'll throw a bunch of randos in there, you know, so that he can see what it's like. So they go through the audition process, and he is smitten by this chick before he even meets yeah, her. Yeah, her picture. He read her online profile and got a chub. Yeah. You know? Like, that's what was... This is like pre-internet dating. Like kind of. internet dating, kind of. Yeah. Um, so uh, they, they do the audition thing, and she's real quiet, kind of reserved, you know, doesn't really say much. This is like and the then, Asian version of, of um, what was that movie? Fifty Shades of Grey. When it's flipped around, it's a chick this time. I haven't seen or read it. I don't know. I just know there's torture. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. But that's sexy torture. This is like fuck your world up for <laughs> Yeah, dude, this is not <laughs> sexy at all. <laughs> no. It hurt to watch. Yeah. Um. This so he's, is like saw torture. This now this was uh I feel like uh, the guy that uh came up with the idea for the human centipede watched this movie and was like, I have an idea. <laughs> I could go a step. I don't know why, than but yeah. <laughs> it was just real. I mean it's dark, man. Yeah, and then at the mean, end, when, you don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know if it's real or not. I'm like, what's real? Well, I don't even when, know what's real anymore. When it the was, guy came out, when the guy came out of the bag and started licking up the vomit, oh yeah. man, she puked in that bowl. Yeah, when she started throwing up in the bowl, I was like, "This is about to get hot." Okay, <laughs> I was like, "Uh oh," and then I was like, "Oh no, no," because I thought she was gonna eat it. Oh, I was down with that. <laughs> down with some throw up eating. Yeah, mm. A little puke play. I don't. I don't. Know. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I was fixing to Nobody say. likes that. No one. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's he's only met the audition happens and he calls her and is talking on the phone. And he's like, hey, let's go out, you know, get something to eat, maybe a coffee or something, you know. So they go out, they talk. She's real, you know, very, you can see the, the, the cultural differences between like, you know, courting someone in the United States is way different than yeah. they portray courting in Asia. You know, I'm pretty or sure in, it's like that. Yeah, like she's real obedient. Yeah. Like 
Real, real obedient. Very submissive. Yeah. Which is what real. we're looking for. Come down. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so they go out a couple times, have a good time, all this good stuff. Um, and he uh, decides he's the scene where she answers the phone and she's like, I didn't think you would call. And in the background, there's a body inside yeah. a damn duffel bag rolling around nope. the floor. Yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like, I feel like the way they shot it to where it would cut to her, like it would just cut to her just sitting there looking at the phone. Yeah. Waiting for the call. And, uh, well, when the phone did ring, there's it's like a shot where they just make sure you you see like the spine of her, like her spine is jutting up out of her back, like yeah, she's been slumped over for considerable. Like I just thought it was creepy. Well, this, this movie was super fucking creepy. I mean, it builds tension. You better oh, call well. an Asian girl back. Yes. Right? Yeah. They'll put some um, bad juju on your ass. <laughs> No, nah, they uh, they built the tension in this movie so unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like it's just it, it's, and it's one, two hours and forty five minutes of tension building, and it and it actually pays off. Yeah, the last fifteen like, gets you know because it's two hours. Yeah, and it gets real real quick. Um, yeah. and the, so they go away. He's going away for the weekend. And he tells his son that he's going to uh, propose to her and all this stuff. And the son's like, cool, you know, go for it. She makes you happy, all this. They went out like twice. Yeah. That's what's they've only known each other from what I can tell, like at a couple of months. He at don't most. know her. No, he doesn't. But he's so in love with her. No. Um, oh, which, dude. Dude jumps off the deep end pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, he's Bad following. decision. Yeah, but you know he hasn't been in a relationship since he met his wife. Thinking with the wrong know. head. Well, well, I mean, I thought that it was just the way they did the foreshadowing was weird too, because like they, you know, everybody was straight up telling him like, uh, "You need to, you need to take a step back." You know? Even in his dream, though, that woman, his his housekeeper, was like, "She's not right for you." Yeah, she's bad. Yeah, dream I mean, sequences it, were creepy. Yeah, they were. They were almost as creepy as the uh, backwards dream sequence in, in um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, your, almost your that. Favorite gum's gonna come back in style. Yeah, soon. Sometimes I stretch my arms behind my head <laughs> or whatever. She's, yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> anyway, that's another podcast for another time for sure. Um. So they go away on this, you know, retreat, whatever, vacation, whatever. And like, he's being, this dude has, shows no signs of being like, I just want to bang you. You know what I mean? He, uh, he, he liked it. He won't put a ring on. He wanted to lock it down. Yes. And he was like, you know, we've got a couple hours until our reservation. You want to go to a museum? We can go do this. Go. He's putting forth some, some real legitimate efforts He's here. He's building you a, know? the foundation for a beautiful relationship. Yeah. And she fucking smashes the shit out yeah. of it real quick. What did he, I couldn't figure out what he did wrong. Nothing. It She's wasn't him. a fucking psycho. It was everything around her. For some reason, the first time I watched this, I was like, okay, he tries to bang her. You it know, it's like a, it's a, it's a straight up girl with a dragon tattoo situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he tries to bang her. 
doesn't work out, you know, and she's like, you just, you know, you the only reason you auditioned me was to hook up. Yeah. And I thought that's why she did it. And then I watched it this time. I was like, oh, she's just fucking psycho bitch. Yeah. So, um. She had a fucked up childhood. Well, she had a fucked up life. Yeah. Like, from, because she's only 24, you know? So, yeah, like. that's right. She's, you know, she's fucked up. She's damaged like, goods. Yeah. Like. She, you know, she said that what she got sent away to her family, to her what, uncle or something like that. Was her uncle the guy teaching her how to dance? No, it was her dad and her stepmom, right? And the stepmom or the stepdad, I can't remember which one it was, but one of them locked her in her room for like oh, yeah, days the on mom. end. Yeah. I was jealous of her and then. Had her take ballet and the damn ballet instructor like burn the fuck. He's real creepy, like yeah. real, real touchy feely, yeah. you know. Real um, touchy feely. Yeah. So I mean, she's she just had a bad bad childhood all the way around. It just goes to show you, like, you can let your past rule you or make you a better person. She let it fucking take her over, yeah. you know. Like she was she vengeful had some demons. Oh yeah, she had some lots of baggage, some lots of unclaimed yeah, baggage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Baggage for sure. So, uh, so they go on the retreat or whatever, and uh, you know he's like throwing out ideas for them to do something, and she just starts undressing, and then she lays down in bed and covers herself up, and she's like, "I want you to know everything about me," and you know she pulls the 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 blanket or whatever up. And she's like, I was burned when I was a kid. You know, I want you to see my scars, <clears throat> that kind of thing. And then, like, you know, he sees the scars and he's like, look, you know, what happened, happened. It's all good. You know, you're a better person now or so you think, <laughs> you know. He wasn't worried about it. No, I mean, he can see he can see past that. You he's know what I mean? He's a good guy. Yeah. And then they bang and then he gets a phone call and wakes up and she has split town. She's gone. So then he starts obsessing over and looking for her, trying to find her, which, you know, like, it's one of those things where it's like, would he have been better off to just let it go? But I think whatever was going to happen was going to happen regardless. Oh, he, he, he was on her shit list. Yeah, yeah. So he's looking around for her and it he follows. like comes... Yeah, it does fall right into the house and spikes his fucking whiskey. Um, so he's looking around for it. He goes and he sees the uh, the dance instructor. This is where it gets weird from here on. Yeah, it gets super yeah. weird because I didn't. I was like, "What's real?" Yeah. Um. So it looks like she cut somebody cut his feet off, sewed. Other feet onto yeah. his legs. Leather and, feet with wood on the bottom. Yes. Yeah. And he's like wheeling around in a wheelchair. He's hobbling around like a nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> for real, right? I get credit um, for that one. That's, that's he's a, he's a that's Japanese good. nutcracker. Yeah. He's clank clanking everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> so he's like, just leave her alone, man. Just don't worry about it. She Fucking crazy, and he's so like, "I'm not." Tell him. He was like, <laughs> "You know, like, yeah, like a whole looking... creepy scene where he's like, don't fuck with her.' 
You need to and he go. Just, and he just kept laughing, but it wasn't like a real laugh. It was a fake forced laugh. You know yeah. what I mean? It's so fucked up. He Creepy knew what was going to happen to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, do you think that she keeps coming back to that dude and like fucking, fucking with him? him? Yeah. I think that she'll come there and let him burn her. Just to kind of reignite her fucking... Just because. Yeah. Well, Seems... whenever he rolls up on we... him, he's got that He's got that, uh, that little fire thing beside him. I don't know if that's incense or just like a, a weird way that they've got their heat going or something. Well, at one time, it showed her sitting there, and she was older, and he was burning her. Yeah. Remember the one? I think it was a dream sync was though, and it cut to that room, and that dude was in the wheelchair, and he was like jerking off. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, this was weird. Yeah, it, it got weird. The f- Asian films, when they get weird, they get fucking weird, man. Oh, they go all out for like, sure. We can't even understand they're weird. We're just like, no. fucking, I don't get this. <laughs> fucking this old boy. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a wasn't worth it. Watch the, the original and the, the American remake. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after he meets up with the ballet instructor or whatever, then he goes to the bar that she said she worked at a couple of nights a week. And he's he's walking down there, and the guy stops him, and he's like, that bar's been closed for a while. They're like, what happened? Like, the woman who owned it was, like, completely dismembered. The man. Oh, yeah, the man. Um, Cut his tongue out. Yeah, well... After the police pieced all the body parts together, there was like, what, two or three extra fingers, a tongue, and an ear that they don't know who it belonged to. They For some was, reason, he saw that shit wiggling on the ground. And he freaked out. That still wasn't enough. No, was not. He kept looking. Yeah. I mean, he was determined to find her. Well, he found her. I guess, I mean, I guess if you're true loving, you he know. was true loving, dude. Too hard, you know. Um, they that is so creepy. He said there was so much blood that it was seeping under the door into the hallway. That's fucking creepy to even think about. You know what I mean? Um. So then he goes. He goes back home, and like before that, it shows like a POV shot of like somebody in the house breaking in the house. You know, going into like, like like straight Evil Dead and through the house too. Like, yeah, it was awesome. Okay. This bitch was evil. So and yeah, she found the picture of his dead wife, which is like, think about it. If you're like in a relationship, you think you're going to marry somebody, wouldn't you mention like, I have a kid. I was married at one time. She oh, passed away. So she didn't know that, and she thought it well, was his well, other. Well, if you guys remember, and this this. Uh, Adds to what Griffin said earlier. It just shows you, like, how weird their their culture was. You know, like, I don't think it's a cultural thing. I guess I think it is. But um, hmm. but uh, it was the scene when uh the the father was talking to his son, and he says, you know, I'll I'll introduce you to her soon. Like, yeah, like after he proposes, he's gonna introduce like, her to. Yeah, it's none of yeah. your business. Yeah. And the kid's cool with it. Like, the kid is like... should be that way here. But he's 16, and he's like an archaeologist. He's Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? dinosaur bones. Yeah, no big deal. He's got a cute little girlfriend. Whatever. Um, 
but yeah, she she sneaks in the house, sees the picture, and then like goes to the whiskey, you know, whiskey thing, whatever you call it, glass, I guess. And then it just stops, and then he comes home. He just like he's exhausted. He's been looking for her like for days, you know. Sits down, pours him a drink, takes a sip, and he immediately knows that something is not right. Like immediately. Um, he gets up, tries to walk away and he can't, like he just stops and falls backward. And like, from that point on, it's like a question mark of what the fuck is going on, you know, because it goes from like him laying there to like him waking up in her house or whatever. And then that's where he like backs into the bag and he don't know what the fuck. And the bag opens up and there's a fucking dude that crawls out that has no tongue, he's missing fingers, missing an ear, trying to talk. Um, Then uh, she comes in and pukes in the fucking dog bowl, and he drinks it, which is fucking disgusting. He was waving it over with his nub. Yeah, he's like, come on. I remember the first time I saw that scene when I watched the, the the movie. It was it was years and years ago, and I remember like I don't I don't know what it is if it's just because I've gotten older and I've just gotten softer. I guess I don't know, but seeing that shot like turned my stomach. Like I was just <clears throat> like it was hard to watch. Yeah, I think it's with getting older because there's a lot of stuff that that I've watched like this, and I'm just like like back in the day. I watch this and like no fucks given. You no. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I can absolutely. I can watch her cut this dude's foot off and not even cringe. I'm like, this now I'm shit. just like, oh man, this was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. And the way she was sawing on it, man. Yeah, with the fucking <laughs> piano wire. Yeah, dude, and she was fucking oh, well, having a good time. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, in this dream sequence or whatever's happening. He cuts around to like a lot of different stuff. Like it cuts around to in her apartment, what's going on in there with the dude in the bag. Then it cuts to the ballet guy and she like cuts his head off with that thing. And then it, you know, it just jumps around like, and to me, it's like, that's, it's him realizing of course, what's going on, like what's fixing to happen. But it's almost like she's explaining all this shit to, in a way, you know, like this is my fucking life. <laughs> like this is how fucked up I am. And you're not getting off easy, you know? Um, but he finally comes to, he's still laying there and like the doors cracked and you see her like moving around behind a door and she has a kit. Like she shows up with this a, before. Yes. She has a kit and she like rolls out, you know? She's got an apron like she, on. She a plastic yeah, apron, a, like leather, like, well, like pleather. Like a butcher, and it was yeah. like a butcher apron, man. Yeah, she's got gloves on. She's got her bag. She's, got a she's ready. Yes, and like he can't move. She paralyzes him. He can't move, but he can talk. And he's like, "What are you doing? Please, you know, don't. I've been looking for you. You know." <laughs> All that kind of stuff. And then she got it, hit his tongue with something. Yes. Yeah. She fucking inj- big ass needle, dude. Oh my. I don't do needles. That hurt. 
That might hurt yeah. more than the foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the foot's pretty but, bad. Yeah. But she's like rolling him around, lays out the big ass. Like, it's not even a tarp. It looks like a deflated blow up like mat. A fucking shag <laughs> carpet. Yeah. Lays that shit down. And then she like numbs his tongue and she's like, look, dude, paralyzed, but your nerves can still yeah, feel. You're going to feel it. And she gets out her fucking uh, acupuncture needle and starts doing work. And this dude, like, this dude, he is not overacting. No, like, dude. This dude he looks like, it. yes, he did. It looked like it was really happening. Yes, it did. And if it did, bravo, sir. <laughs> you know what I mean? The worst part, man, is when she puts him in his stomach. I mean, she like yeah. uh, plops Ride. down on them. Yes, yes. The ones that hurt me the most are the eyes. Yeah, that was fucking rough, dude. It's like you can hurt a lot behind the eyeball, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then kick, 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 kick. Yeah, deep. She does the yes. She does that fucking noise every time she puts one in, and I'm just like, what? The and it would fuck? cut to his face. I could feel his pain. Yes, yes. And they do such a good job, like. They don't really show thing like they don't don't show the foot cut being cut off. They show like she puts these, you know, leg shackle things on like right above so his ankle. Bleed to death. Yes, and then she starts cutting it, and you see her face. You can't see the foot, but you see her holding that shit and moving it back and forth. And she's like enjoying herself, laughing. Yeah, a good time. Oh my god. Like, they don't show, like, anything super crazy or anything, but, like, it's all that not seeing is worse than actually seeing what's going on, you know? Um, but she cuts well, everything, the room. Everything that was implied was fucking terrible. And, I mean, you, you do, it's, you do see, like, you know, you see the cut being made, you see the foot yeah. detached, but. It it's it, it it doesn't linger on the shot no. so long that it makes it like laughable. Um, unbelievable. It, it does it with it, it does it with the right amount of editing to make it just like un- unsettling. Well, the creepiest yes. part, you know, they show you what's happening to the foot, so you know. Yeah. And then they just hold it on her. Yes. While she's sawing on this bitch. Yes. And the joy that came over her face. Yeah. When she was cutting this motherfucker's foot off, like. Yeah. She loved it. I don't think I've ever been that happy before. No. And you, <laughs> you never know? will. Yeah. Because I'm not so happy, man. Yeah. And like that, that one shot where it, it's outside the house and she fucking throws the foot. Oh, at my the, God. It's so creepy. She picked it up and tossed it at the fucking window. Yeah. Like, fuck. The, Just you know? tossed it aside like it was a fucking pack of hot dogs, man. Yeah. And then she's like, it's time for round two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go. And then she starts on it, and the son comes on. And he's like, you know, Dad, they got sick. Ambulance had to come. Where are you at? And he's like trying to crawl, crawl around. She, yeah. she grabbed like a spray bottle. Yeah. Mace or something. I don't know, a chloroform. Yeah, wow, probably. And then yeah. she just like, you know. Dips goes off on, into the yeah, shadows. Yeah, goes on the offensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kid comes in. Dad, what the fuck happened, man? You know? Yeah. 
Dad's oh trying to God. crawl. He's missing a foot. Can't talk. He can't move. And he's like, what the Could you fuck? imagine you walking know? in on that? No, I'd be like, uh, I got to go. <laughs> I'll call the police, you know? Um, and then she starts trying to get him with the spray. He's not having it. He runs upstairs. He's trying to get her. She keeps busting through doors and shit. It's fucking creepy. And then she gets on top of him at one point, and he fucking power power punches. Yeah, power he kicking. fucking he summons Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, Bruce Lee for sure. And like kicks, like picks her up. Not only picks her up with his feet, but launches her down the staircase. Oh, she's fucked. And she's laying at the bottom of the staircase, and you can see her neck is broke. You can yeah, see she's it. Fucked. Yeah, and she's just looking at it. If you'll listen closely when he fucking knocks her off the steps. He goes, Hadouken! <laughs> <laughs> it's there, man. Hadouken! Oh, man. That's fucking great. Um, so she's fucked. Yes. and But while this is happening, like, isn't it before the son comes home that he wakes up in the bed yeah. back when they... Yeah, okay, so we missed this. Okay, so Flashback. she's like, do, yeah, doing all this shit. And then he like closes his eyes and wakes up and he's back in the hotel room or wherever they were at with her. And like, he's laying beside her. He gets up. He's like, what the fuck is going on? He goes in the bathroom. He's wiping his face and she's like, gets out of bed. Are you okay? Is everything fine? And he's just looking at her like, you fucking crazy bitch. What the fuck is this? You know? And then um, she's like, I have the answer to your proposal. And he's like, what, are, what, what are you talking about? He's like, you know, I'll say, yes, you know, I'll be the best woman I can be and all this stuff. So you're thinking like, well, this is this what dude, happened? Yeah. Yeah. Is this, did he dream all this stuff? Yeah. Like what's going on? Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah well, she cuts, lays her head down though. And she's like, it's like, it's all a dream. Yeah. Oh, it was a dream. Cuts back and he's laying there all fucked up. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Happened? Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, the, the kid comes in there and he's like, dad, like dad, you know? And he's like, he finally can say like a little bit, call police. And then kid runs off and then he's just looking at her and she's looking at him and smiling. And then that monologue, it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. Oh my God. We could have everything together. Uh, I mean, she's. And when she's like getting her kit together and all this stuff, she's like, um, you know, this is what you people do. You set up these fake auditions so that you can, you know, lure girls back to your house and sleep with them and, you know, make them want the part. And that if they do certain things, they're going to get the part and all this stuff. And not on my watch, you know, and this dude was like legitimate. He didn't want, he wanted to marry her. He was, he was wifing it. You know, I I think he was true loving. Yeah. But, you know, I think she broke into the house just to be the creepy bitch that she is, you know? Yeah. And she found the the picture, picture, and that's what triggered this. Because that's the way I remembered. Yeah. The picture, to me, the picture triggered this fucking situation into a damn shitstorm. But he never told her. He never told her I had a wife. You know, she's dead. Like, Yeah. He was just always listening to her stories. It's like, all yeah. right, good. We're gonna talk about you again, you know? Like, what about yeah, me? Right. I'm like, I mean, but uh, he, I mean, she never gave the chance to talk. No, she's always telling some sad ass story. 
about the time yeah. she was fucking putting the washing machine, they poured concrete in it, you know? <laughs> Somehow got out. Don't know how. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah. I think that's what happened here. And then she drugged his, his liquor, but you don't know how long it's going to be before he drinks out of that. It could have been a long time pass. Yeah. Before he came in to, to take a drink. Like, because this movie was all over the place with time. Yeah. I but mean, it was good. So you think that she was like hunkered down in the house just waiting for the right time? Outside. Yeah. She's watching him. I mean, she's for a sure. creepy bitch. That's what she, you know, I mean. <laughs> right. Um, I want to play a game with you. Uh, yeah. Not that kind of game, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, th- dude, and it builds this suspense so well because, like, between him, you know, doing the audition and meeting her and talking to her and going out with her, it like Travis said, it keeps cutting to these shots where she's in this fucking fucked up room with this fucking unknown bag, you know, with whatever's in it and just being creepy, smiling creepy, be, like, it builds. And this is like, the movie exec is like, look, why don't call her like just be cool man you know and 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 dude's like no man i need to find her like she's missing he's like just let it go like just should him and his buddy got into a fight i think there was a movie or something yeah i think they worked for like an agency because i mean he was like you know working i mean he's not a piece of shit no you're working on something you know yeah i mean the audition could be for anything a commercial yeah, well, they said it was for, like, a documentary on TV. Or there you go. But, um, well, and the secretary or whatever, you know, the chick what that was, was working. What was the deal with her? Like, she was, she liked him. But uh, he just, but see, he's doing it right. He's not mixing work home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's, I go to work to work. I go home to fuck. You know, like, yeah. that's, that's what I so do. if you want to swing know? by later, I'll be at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, in his little flash, his little dream, he had a dream. He looked down, and it was her. Yeah. Giving him a blowjob. Then he fell on the ground. It was his son's girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, all like, right, just, you know. I just want it. I just want it. And when whenever she unzips his pants and goes, oh, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was like, is this real? What was yeah. going on? I mean, which one is he with right now? Yeah. Oh, he was... Which, Why was he tripping balls? Like, what if instead of like uh, she's been dosing him over time? Mm. You know what I mean? Like instead of like giving him the full force, like maybe it's lower in the bottle. That's why he's like, tripping. Yeah, he's having these weird, weird ass dreams. You know. But I mean, here's my thing. Like, whenever he they went on the retreat or whatever, he didn't propose to her. Like, why not? That that's. Do you think if he would have proposed to her? Like before he banged her, it would have like made everything okay. I don't know, man. She was crazy. I mean, look, I feel like once you start chopping people's feet off, <laughs> there's no there's stop. No going back, man. There's there's no end game. There's there. no settling down. Well, she would have just turned into that crazy wife that like kills everybody that you talk to. I'll be honest, I mean, which is, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, let's be it's honest, better than. This, that's kind of what it is now, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Travis, your wife try to kill everybody you talk to. Aren't you glad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you watch stuff like this, you're like, you know what, baby, you're all right. Yeah. Yeah. Forget that fight we had about the cheese. You know. Yeah. 
<laughs> Who ate all the goddamn pinwheels? <laughs> oh, we'll talk about it. Um, I think that was his biggest battle. He should have like been first day, day one. Been like, look, first time they go on a date. Will you marry me? No, I don't say. That. I'm not saying that quick. But before he banged her, he should have just been like, look, I'm not looking just to fuck. You. I'm looking for like something serious. I have this wedding ring. You know, are you cool with it? Because like. You know, like all the, it, it was like a downward spiral. You know what I mean? Like once that, that he had sex with her, she, she disappears and that's the end of it. You know what I mean? Like there's that, that's whenever all the crazy shit starts to happen. So she thinks that like, and let's be real. Okay. Let, let's be a hundred percent honest with one. Another. All right. If I'm a movie exec and I'm going to set up an audition just to bang chicks, am I not going to try to bang them on the first date? You know? Mm-hmm. Like that should have been her clue, but in her fucked up See, brain, she's fucked up, man. She's not thinking right. Her whole life, people just fucking her over. Yeah, she thought he was trying to fuck her over, but he's actually a good guy. Like, yeah, I hated. It. He... I hated it happened to him. Yeah, because I'm real. like, what he deserve this for? Yeah, right. This is one of the rare horror movies where like they you don't feel bad they... for the guy. Yeah, they they don't des- He didn't deserve he did the... not deserve what happened to him. His son didn't deserve coming home to see that fucked up shit. You know what I mean? And the son's got to feel guilty because he's like, Dad, you need to go out and, like, meet people. Yeah, he pushed him. You know? So, like, I don't know. He fucking got catfished, man. Yeah, he did for real. Hook, line, and sinker. I mean, it's it's insane. The, The suspense, though, that this movie built, it was just... Once it went down, it went down, and it was such a good payoff, man. Like, uh, all right, so, kind of like real estate podcast. It's about to go down. We're yeah. gonna score it. Oh yeah, we're gonna score. I'm going uh, first. Sit back, right. everybody. Back up, Travis. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like watching foreign films. I don't like them. This is the movie. Well, this is one of the movies that'll get the seal of approval as a good foreign <laughs> film. Doesn't bother me whatsoever. Like, uh, it's a good movie. It's just good. The camera works good. They the way they fuck with you in the third act is real good. Like, it's a good movie, man. Griffin's dying over here. No, I was opening my coke. Sorry. Oh. Um, you gonna rip yeah. a coke? Yeah, I'm ripping a coat. It's right a now. good movie, dude. It's it's got. I mean, I don't know what kind of budget was rocking or or how what kind of release it had or. But it's it's definitely got a cult following. Oh, we'll get into that. Uh, I like it. It's it's one of the few foreign films that I that I like. Um, what are you gonna give it? Oh, I'll give it a full star. Full star. Full blown star. <laughs> with uh <laughs> I'm gonna give it a star, but I'm gonna cut one of the legs off of it. <laughs> I think it's a star with two stumps. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's just a good movie, man. And it's it, it doesn't bother me that I have to read this movie. Yeah. But I'm not a big um, fan of that. Right, yeah. But this is one where I'm like, good movie. Yeah. Um What about you, Trey? What you got? Uh, I give it a full star, man. 
Uh, I enjoyed it the first time I watched it. I enjoyed revisiting it. Uh, the second time around, it uh, it was definitely. I felt like I was able to follow it better, I guess. Because you knew know. what was happening already, kind of. Yeah, because yeah. the, wa- the first time I watched it, this movie was on, you know, it was on a lot of, it, it made a lot of lists of, uh, you know. Oh, uh, my God, you have to crazy, see it. Yeah, crazy cult films, foreign films, all that good stuff. And uh, so at the time I watched it the first go around, I was just waiting for the, more or less waiting for the shock. And what makes this movie so good to me is that, you know, you, you, it, it, it it pays off in shock value, but like it doesn't like the movie itself. If you follow, if you follow along with it, it's actually just a really, it, 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 it enhances the creepiness. Yes. It very much. Um, I'm looking for what the budget on it is, but I'm not finding it anywhere. Um, but I do have a gross. Um, how much do you think it gross? Mm, $500,000. <clears throat> what do you think, Trav? I'd say fifty million. Fifty million. The gross was one hundred and thirty-one thousand. Yeah, I knew it was low. What did I say? Five hundred thousand. I knew it was low. Yeah. I know it was going to be that low. What was the budget? Ten thousand. I, I can't find it. Can't no find budget. it. Was shoestring budget. Yeah, I mean, dude. I have um, to. Touch on what Travis said there, though. The second time, this was the second time I watched it. You know, it was better because my brain wasn't trying to process what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I already knew that. So I could really enjoy, you know, each scene because I'm not like, I knew he was going to be laying there getting his fucking legs chopped off. I knew that was coming, (laughs) you know? Right. But I really, I could, you know, I could take it in this time because the first time I'm just like, uh, that's her. That's his daughter. No, that's his. I'm just trying to figure something out. Yeah, yeah. This time I watched it. I was like, balls deep, mouth. Deep. Oh yeah. Anyway. Um. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna give it a gold star as well. I mean, dude, this is like, like Trav said. This is one of those movies that was on every like horror movies you have to watch before you die. Cult horror films like. Some of the most, one of the most fucked up, you know, movie horror movies of the time because it came out in '99. You know what I mean? There's not, there wasn't the the whole uh, Gorno, whatever gore porn, whatever you want to call it. That wasn't really happening. Gorno? Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard you know that before. Really? Yeah. Copyright real estate podcast. Um, so that wasn't really happening at the time, you know. And then, uh. I didn't find like I didn't find the movie because it's one of those movies like Salad, you know what I mean, or uh, like Cannibal Holocaust. Like it was really hard for me to find a copy of for a while. Um, it never came on TV, never came, you know, none of that stuff. 
finally found a copy of it at the Hollywood video in um, Fort Payne. And me and Alina rented it and we watched it and we were just like, holy shit, you know? This movie? Um, yes. Yeah. That was the first time I, and this was like 2008, 2009, somewhere in that area. That's when I discovered, you know? And I've watched it a few times since. Then. I mean, it's one of those movies where, like, if you appreciate good horror, you're going to love this movie, you know, because, like, pacing is perfect. The story is great. It is a foreign film, but it's not like fucking having to read a book, like you said, Adam. You know, it, there's there's dialogue, but there's not a lot of dialogue, you know? There's a lot of monologue, too. You know what I mean? But, uh... I enjoy it. Like, it's one of those movies I don't watch often because, like, who the fuck realistically wants to watch some dude get his fucking foot cut off, you know? Yeah. But it, it's one of those that it's a, it's fun to revisit now that I'm older and see because, like, you know, the first time that you that I watched it, I'm like, well, this dude's a fucking scumbag. You know what I mean? I'm thinking with my 2008, like, dick thinking. You know what I mean? Thinking yeah. with my dick, you know? But now in like, you know, almost 10 years later. Well, you're I'm still like, thinking with your dick, but it's an older dick. Yeah, it's a more you know? experienced dick. Yeah. yeah. This dick's got some miles on it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's seen some different terrain, you know? Yeah, it's a hard so, 10. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it after seeing it now and like, you know, like I said, this is one of those horror films where like this dude did not deserve what the fuck was happening to him, you know? And it was just a, a a gigantic misunderstanding that led to him losing a foot, you know, and being heartbroken. This dude's never going to date again. No. Never. <laughs> you know what I mean? He may never walk again. Yeah, I mean, she got, got pretty one deep foot. on it. Yeah, well, she, she didn't make it all the way through, but. Yeah. You think they can stitch it back together? Uh, you know, they can iron it back on. <laughs> a little, little this, a little that, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it the full star. And so, Adam, you borrowed the movie from Trav, right? No, and That's Travis you... was like, "Hey, you need to watch this," because I'd never heard of it. Where did you get a copy of? It? Oh, uh, where did I get mine? McKay's yeah. baggage. Yeah, I got it at McKay's a yeah. long time ago. Man. See, I didn't this know about This was a McKay's. long time ago. Dude, Travis, when was this? 2006? 2007? Yeah, it was, it, I mean, it was a long time ago. So this was like right right before I, I watched. In the timeline. The real estate timeline. Yeah. Um, see, you know. I mean, this was before Travis was married. <laughs> Wait a minute, you know? Yeah. How long have you been married, Travis? It's been a minute. Or they've uh, been since, together for a minute. Yeah, since 2011. Wow. Does it feel like it's been that long? <laughs> no. No, actually, no. Do you ever, it's, like, do you ever think to yourself, only time will tell if we stand the test of time? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Actually, time has flown by really fast. Yeah. Amen to that, brother. So, um, I mean, look, people. If you haven't watched Audition, it needs to be at the top of your list. Yeah, I mean, if you're listening to a movie podcast, 
you've probably seen this movie. Or at least heard about it. Yeah. And there's ways to get this movie, you know? <laughs> um, Would you, like, Travis owns it. I used to have a DVD copy, but I don't know where the fuck it's at. I don't know who I the fuck I would pick this up if I saw it somewhere because I'd be like, it'd kind of be like seeing a damn a rare Pokemon or something, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you see this movie out, you're like, wait a minute, is that audition? I'd yeah, have to pick yeah. that up because I'd be like, no, this doesn't deserve to go home with someone else. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But I, I don't want to pay, like, I don't want to drop like 10 or Travis, I'm guessing that it wasn't cheap. Um, because it's one of those movies. Yeah, well, I say I probably paid about fifteen. Okay, fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you're gonna find this one in the two dollar bin. Like, you're not gonna get this one for two bits or a, a thrifty three. Yeah, it's gonna be in a no. DVD pack with a bunch of other. You're not gonna find it in a DVD pack with a bunch of other shit. No, <laughs> like it's that's not gonna happen at all. You know. So it's one of those. If you see it out, you got to grab it because it's like, wow, look what I found. Yeah. Yeah, right. Who let this go? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how, like, kind of ahead of its time was before, like, the whole, you know, the gore porn, torture, you know, torture porn, whatever you want to call it. Like, the saw came out, like, right after. You know what I mean? Well, it was that, but with a story, like, it just, it had more. Yeah. It's not just straight fucking torture porn, like. No, no. I was, was a good actor too. Yeah, he I mean, was. He's Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Asian, Asian, you know, Japanese. Keitel. Yeah, Japanese Harvey Keitel. You know, um, it was great, man. I want to see what else the director's done real quick, just to you know tickle my fans. See, It'd be crazy if he was involved in the. What was the? I want to say he's done a. F- I want to say he's done a few other things. The Asian Departed. He's done a lot of shit. Hold on. A lot of shit. So he did... Uh, let's see. I'm just going to hit the high notes here. All right. He did Audition. Him, he did uh, Dead or Alive, which is... Are these um, all foreign films? Yes. Um... Never seen that. They came out in 99. The City of Lost Souls. They did that. And Violent Gangster movie with a Brazilian protagonist. Wow. That's the description on IMDb. Wow. Um, he did Ichi Killer. Oh, Itchy the Killer. I, yeah, I actually, I, I have that one as well. Is it oh, weird? Is yeah. <laughs> Same in the same, keeping in the same beat. So that's his style. Yeah. Sadomasochistic Yakuza enforcer searches for his missing boss. He comes across. What'd you say his name? Itchy. Yeah. A repressed. I, and, either that. It's either itchy or Ichi. We're gonna say itchy, itchy and scratchy. A repressed and a psychotic killer who may be able to inflict levels of pain. That protagonist has only dreamed of. That sounds fucking crazy. That came out in 2001. Is it good, Travis? Yeah. It's really good. Is it better than Audition? Uh, like, which one's your favorite out of the two? 
in some ways. Uh, they're both they're both like tonally different. I mean, they're f- they're fucked up, but like they 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 have you know they're they're both unique movies. They did one called Thirteen Assassins that has a seven point six. A group of assassins come together for a suicide mission to kill an evil lord. Sounds like something that I am down for. <laughs> um, all his stuff that I see here is all foreign. I'm not seeing anything that's jumped. But he's still make, he's in post-production on a movie right now. I was going to ask that if he's got something current. So he's still at it. He's still cracking. Like, Yeah. And this one doesn't have a plot yet. But it looks like a epic. I don't know. <laughs> See. It, uh, it looks epic. The the poster does anyway. But yeah, dude, he's done. Uh, he's directed a hundred and two things. All right, wow. So he's he's doing work. You know, hats off to the guy. You know, yeah, he went he's there. Doing, he's doing the Lord's work. The only you know? way this movie was ever going to happen, like he thought about it one day, and he's like, "I want to see that." Well, dude, it's based off of a novel. Oh, I really? didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's see. Let's see what the that is it called? Uh, misery. <laughs> this is the Asian version of Misery. All right, uh, audition novel, a Japanese novel published in '97, published in English in 2009. Um, basically, the the plot is Ayama. Is a documentary maker who has not dated anyone since death wife. Uh, he lives in he lives a placid existence with his teenage son. Um, he meets a beautiful. He does the audition, meets a beautiful young girl, shy, modest girl, whose dreams of becoming a ballerina were cut short by an accident. He is infatuated by her and instigates several dates with her after the audition. By learning about her troubled past which included consistent abuse as a child by her crippled stepfather. Ayama believes he is falling in love with her. He is giving warnings uh, that she may not be all that she seems, but he ignores them, seeking the perfect woman. He discovers the horrifying truth of his new girlfriend. So, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I haven't read the book, but it sounds like a faithful adaptation. I would be interested in reading it. I've already read it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All in one uh, one sitting? Yeah. So, uh, before we get into anything else, while we're waiting on the man of the hour to get back, <laughs> tell me about Walking Dead, because I haven't watched it yet. All right, because hey, I'm gonna let you guys got to talk about Justice League. Oh, we will. It's got to happen. I'm yeah. not worried about anything, you know. Yeah, I'm not like, oh no, you know. <laughs> right. But I'm not gonna like straight up. There's, I, I can't spoil the Walking Dead because nothing happens, you know. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah. But you know, it, it cuts to they they bump in the uh, they Negan pops back up. Dude and Negan's in there. He's trying to get him to confess, you know. Yeah. He's like, that's why I'm here, for your confession. Oh, so he tries to straight um, rabbi. He tries to go God mode, but (laughs) Negan's like, you dumb bastard, you know. Yeah. He ain't having it. 
He's like, yeah, I did some fucked up shit. They let Negan cuss more than anyone. I know, it's great, right? He said something. I mean, he was straight up talking about the dudes like cock and balls. Like, Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, Rick and in this episode, Rick and Daryl fight. Oh shit. They fight. Yeah. They get in a fist fight just like Morgan and Jesus. This is stupid. Like, yeah, of course. Is it over the guns? Daryl wants to blow, blow the sanctuary up with dynamite. And Rick's like, there's workers in there. We can't do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck them. We're yeah. going to blow them up. So they fight, man. What's Some more shit's, uh, more shit in the Daryl Rick ideology. Oh, they were thing. like beating the shit out of each other. And then, like, just like that, they drop it and go right back to normal, you know? Well, dude, this is my. Th- He's like, okay, my I- name is Martha. Yeah, and they were friends. It's my mom's name too. Um, and then fucking uh, Michelle's I mean, over there. You, you gotta watch it. You'll watch it. I mean, yeah. You know, it's just another fucking another brick in the wall. <laughs> you know. Well, this is my thing. Okay, let's say that real estate podcast right is in a zombie apocalypse, so it's us three, right? And then we run into the podcast that time forgot, right? We kill them. Yeah. No, no. Um, I mean, we kill them. They take their mics. <laughs> that's like you know like we're not we're not looking for weapons yeah you guys got any mics yeah we're looking for some xlr cables yeah we've well, got some getting, well what were you getting at griff so okay th- we meet them we become a, a bigger group right yeah like we like i i know cody i don't know alex but you know we we kind of know each other we get to know each other over the course of like 10 fucking drag ass seasons, right? We'll say that. And then like um solo monk shows up and wants half our shit, right? We ain't having it. We're going to fucking buck up and we're going to declare war basically on solo. Monk, we got to right? team up with the other podcasts. Well, like we're all in, we're in the group with the other podcasts. Oh, okay. But my my thing is is like before we start war wouldn't it make sense to all of us sit down and be like, look, here's the are plan. we going are we gonna kill everybody or are we just gonna kill the people that are trying to kill us? You know what I mean? Mm. Because it's like everybody's having these fucking conflicts left and right. We're gonna kill all of them. No, we're not. We're gonna get in a fucking fist fight and then people are gonna try to escape and then we're gonna be friends again after it's over. Don't you think that us three and then the podcast the time forgot guys would get together and be like, look, I I think we should kill all of them. And one of the dudes over there is like, eh, like they're not all bad. It's like, well, what are we going to do? Well, you know, well, you know, when you think about it, and if you're looking at it like a war, uh, the hardest path to take, but the one that's usually what's what what's usually you know used, um, is the idea that when it's all said and done, the people who live who are su- survive whatever saviors are left over, they're going to have to learn to live with the new people. Exactly. So, I mean, wouldn't we, but that's what I'm saying. Wouldn't we have this conversation? Like, look, these dudes are all naked. They're all naked. But these people that are like in the one place that Daryl wants to blow up, 
Rick doesn't want to blow up because like there's women and children in there, whatever his argument for it was. I, I haven't seen the episode, but I kind of get the general idea of um, wouldn't we have this discussion beforehand? You know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do, guys? Like, we need a for sure 100% game plan that everybody's on board for. No, either we're going to kill everybody, we're just going to kill the men, we're going to save the women and children. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm killing everybody. I mean, dude, it's it's just like... It's just like the fucking plan in general. Before you, you take on the motherfucker, you got to have a plan. You got to stick to it. Yes. They're and all feels... over the fucking place. They're all flip-flop. <laughs> and they've yeah. never, we've never had this problem before, but all of a sudden, yeah, everybody's all Every... flip-flop. Like, yeah, everybody's all like, oh, I take it. No, yeah. oh, fuck you. You don't get paid to think. You get paid <laughs> I want to a bum baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so uh, was there any uh, any death? They killed some zombies. That's it? No yeah. major character death? Nah, dude. Of course. We're building up sp- to the break. When's the break? I thought it was... I mean, it's soon, right? Yeah, it's got to be soon. They got to give know. me something. I mean... Yeah. Uh, and I didn't spoil anything. Shit happens, I didn't tell you. But, I mean, you know... I mean, it's Walking Dead, right? It's, it's boring as fuck. Walking Dead, dude. <laughs> but it's I can't fucking... stop watching it. Because you got to know. I want to know want... what's going to happen. I need closure. Yeah. Well, if they're going to run it for 20 seasons, I'm going to get closure when Negan dies. You know? Life goes on. That's going to be the end of it. You know? Like, if they keep going a ridiculous amount of time, there's no way that I can just fucking be a slave to the world engine. Walking Dead, you know. Um. So anyway, me and Trav went and watched Justice League. We didn't go together. <laughs> we went independently of one another, but we both we we both saw it. And wait, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast and you haven't seen Justice League, check the fuck out. Uh, Come for back how later. Long? Cut it off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the rest of the podcast is about to be this movie. You think so? I mean, at least a good 45 minutes. You guys can say whatever you want to say. I'm not worried about it. I'll see it when I see it. You don't. You're. You're. I'm okay you're, with it. You're handing your spoiler card over, and we're gonna punch it. I'm. I'm. I've only got <laughs> three punch. I'm. I've cashed it in, dude. You're cashing it in. I'm cashing it in. I'm playing the spoiler card. Um, Let me hear it. Let me okay. down easy at first. All right. Okay. Just put the tip it in wasn't, and real slow. It, huh? All right. Well, it wasn't as good as Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman. Of course it's not. Did it suffer from this? Too many, you know, big characters in a movie. Everybody gets very little screen time. It spread thin. No. What it suffered from the most was the fucking Suicide Squad syndrome. Studio fucked the movie up. Tonal shifts like a motherfucker, dude. Like apparent tonal shifts. Just like in Suicide Squad, it happened in this movie all the same, you know? Why won't they leave the fucking movies alone? Like... 
why do you why bring on a director? Like, we're going to hire you to make this movie. And then about halfway through making this movie, we're going to tell you what you should do. What's the point? Well, not only that, but, you know, Snyder either willingly or unwillingly stepped down and Whedon took over. And I you think can they tell. forced him to. Yeah. I think he wouldn't budge on some shit. And they yeah. said, all right, well, here's why you're stepping down. Yeah. And we're going to bring this guy on because he'll do what the fuck we want him to do. Yeah. And I mean, you can tell. You you can tell where, like, where it happened. Where we, well, not not just that, but. Did he ruin the movie? The movie's not ruined. It's just, if there's an extended director's cut of the movie, it's going to be better. It's got to be better. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's just little things that are added in that, like, doesn't need to be there just for comedy for a lot of it you know what i mean um like one part like um which we'll touch on this in a minute but superman shows up right and he's fighting he sees batman and he goes over there and he grabs him by the throat you know and picks him up or by the face he don't even grab him by the throat but by the face and picks him up and asks him uh, do you bleed, right? Which is a fucking great callback to Batman v Superman, right? So they're all fighting Superman and all this shit. He throws Batman. And then it just cuts. It's such an obvious fucking punch in. Cuts to Batman laying there and he goes, something's bleeding now. Or so, you know, like just some stupid ass fucking quip that did not need to be included in the movie, in my opinion, you know? Um, yeah. Um, I mean, they... This movie confirmed that the Flash needs to be left on TV. Yeah. Well, the- um, they, they did. I mean, they, they they did they did some things right, but I mean, like you know, I don't. Maybe maybe it was just me wanting things more grander in scope. Like I wanted, I wanted. I, I would have enjoyed since the way they've approached the story and the, the, the way they've, they've created their story for the movies, it would have been really cool if I don't know, the flash didn't explain the speed force to Batman over a slice of fucking pizza. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. the stuff, the stuff that like I, that I pick at the movie is more like what I would have wanted more so than I guess on quality or whatever, which I mean, like I said, I, I I didn't think it was as good as the other to other two because I'm not I'm not gonna even bother bringing up Suicide Squad or Wonder Woman. Well, uh, they one thing that I figured they would do, uh, they brought Wonder Woman to the forefront of the film. Yeah, she has the most action of everybody. Much. <clears throat> I mean, which. Probably wow. factored into the reshoot, you know? This makes sense because, you know, you guys fucking butt-fucked the Wonder Woman review. <laughs> Is it bad? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys. So this, they turned this into more her. You know why? I feel like the studio, they're like, well, she's Teflon, okay? Yeah, we can do whatever we want. And as long no as one's going to say, oh, what the fuck? Because, you know, it's a woman. Like, yeah. And while, like, I mean... The whole thing, the whole way that they brought in the New God story and all the Jack Kirby stuff from like the other worlds and shit, 
I thought that was badass, and I thought it was a cool idea. Except, like, the more and more I, I've kind of, I've kind of chewed on it. I wish with them having the superheroes as powerful as they are depicted in the film, I really wish they would have brought other gods into the mix throughout the film. You know, if they wanted to play it safe from dark side, they could have did that. Yeah. But they, they could have brought in more people besides Steppenwolf. Right. Um, well, I'll, I'll give you the general breakdown. If you, if you want the breakdown of it, I'll give you the breakdown. Pull it out, man. Whip it out. Like, like balls deep breakdown. Um, basically, the there's three mother boxes on Earth. Um, the um, there's a cubes that that Steppenwolf was showing Lex Luthor in Batman vs Superman. Adam, yeah, yeah, those three right, little so, boxes that were hovering in front of him. Uh-huh. All right, so there's one in Atlantis. There's one on Themyscira with the uh, Wonder Woman and her people, and then there's one on in the man's world and it shows like it shows this badass fucking flashback yeah keystone earth yeah it shows this badass uh flashback where like uh steppenwolf's tried this before but all of the everybody united the as uh guardian the um and this scene was fucking awesome yeah the the Atlanteans. The Amazonians and the humans, with the heroes of that time, all banded together. You had a Green Lantern in there. You had Zeus. It was fucking awesome. You know what I mean? They were fighting oh, them off. Like it's it's such a it's such a minuscule moment, but like the moment where Steppenwolf kills the Lantern, and the ring just zips off to like it just it's to me like that it, that was one of the few moments where i was like i'm watching a fucking dc film like this is like hell fucking yes you know yeah as far as like as far as like a moment where the scope of the the dc universe is kind of like just like barely open their eyelid to but it's so badass what they showed yeah that part was amazing after they beat steppenwolf run him off the planet they, they basically play keep away f- uh, with that box from him, and it, it's it's a really ridiculous chase sequence where pretty much Steppenwolf can jump like the Hulk. You know what I mean? Like he can. Yeah, he can't do, fly. Like, yeah, and so the the Amazonians get the bright idea to just take the box and run, and there's just this ridiculous sequence where. They're on horseback. They're fucking whipping shitties with the box and all that stuff. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah. And, but any he gets all of them except for the one. <clears throat> he gets the one from Atlantis. He gets the Amazonian box, and then the reason he shows up is because the box start becoming active. They're waking up, and he can sense it. So he's like boom tubing all over the fucking place. He opens a boom tube up every. So. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> Which was the, cool. the the most the most transporting motherfucker I've seen since uh more not Mordo but uh God the fucking bad guy from Doctor Strange I'm trying to remember oh like yeah. he was a boom tube he was boob to boob, <laughs> boom <laughs> tubing too man yeah so anyway um you know Superman's dead 
the world is in mourning, you know, crimes on the rise. There's no hope, you know, when they killed, uh, when Superman died, all the hope was dead, you know, all this shit. So Batman, uh, comes up with an idea of like, he's gonna, they're going to resurrect Superman by putting him in that fucking chamber that they put Zod in and then dropping a mother box in there. And as soon as it hits the water, it has to be electro electro charged and it would fucking basically, you know, defibrillate his ass back to life. Right. So they're like, well, we don't have anything that's powerful enough to do that. And flash is like, well, I can help you out, you know? And he runs and throws fucking lightning at it. As soon as it hits the water and it fucking brings Superman back and then Superman's like not in his right headspace, so he starts fighting all of them. You know, he starts fighting all the Justice League. They're trying to calm him down. Trying, yeah, because like the last thing he saw was him killing Doomsday. So yeah. So um, you know they're they're trying to like get him to chill out, and then um, Lois shows up. They call in the big gun, and the big gun is Lois. She shows up, and he flies off. And then it Snaps cuts the to, fuck out of it. Yeah, he he flies to Kansas to his house, and he's like, you know, I don't know what happened. I was fucking dead. Why did they not leave me dead? You know all this shit. <clears throat> and then um, during the fight with Superman, like Steppenwolf shows up and takes the other box. Then he goes to God, God knows where Chernobyl. And decides that he's gonna uh if the boxes merge, it makes like a super weapon, basically. So and it takes a long time for some fucking reason for these boxes to merge together. So anyway, he goes to fucking Chernobyl to a nuclear reactor inside of it that's hot kind of hollowed out. And you know, he's putting now, it together. A, now a plot hole, I'm up that I feel I feel like it's a plot hole. Um so one of the catches to the mother boxes is that they can create life, but they can they also have to destroy it. And maybe I'm I might just be misunderstanding the way they explained it in the film. But you know, there the, you know the whole for every for every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. So like yeah. while the, while Steppenwolf, whenever he sets up shot, like Griffin was saying, when he sets up shop in that nuclear plant, you know, crazy vi- like. Uh, Zerg creep starts spreading. Yeah, like crazy. And uh, and and one of the things that I was saying that I feel is a plot hole is when Flash gives that little spark jolt when the box hits the water to revive Superman. What's the trade off of that? Like where you know what was the 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 reaction other than Superman coming back to life? Obviously. Well, the Speed Force might have canceled it out. <laughs> I mean, I would love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to just chalk it up to you know because Speed Force. Yeah. Like I mean, that makes that makes the most sense. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, that's the, everything that I think about on it's probably just small nitpicky shit. Like I, at the end of the day, the movie wasn't terrible. Well, but, you didn't you know, hate it. it. No, I didn't hate it. It the where I had my expectations set. It it just barely missed it, so I wasn't completely disappointed. Yeah. Well, all right. So after the they're they're trying to keep the mother boxes from merging, so it doesn't you know turn Earth into a shithole. And the fight happens, and Superman shows up, 
Like they can like none of the rest of the Justice League except for Wonder Woman can really phase Steppenwolf. So that's what he shows up to do. But there's these fucking uh whatever the parademons all over the place. And just and Batman rounds them all up and drives around with them, chasing them. Now there I will say there was way more parademon action than I thought there was gonna be. Like they were like they were pretty much you saw something heavy. Like <laughs> I mean like you, you the villain and the threat was always front and present throughout the film because that despite what flaws it had, when it went off, I was like, Wow, it's over already. Yeah, like, I was just like the movie, like the movie, you could tell a lot of stuff got cut. I mean, the, the fight scene at the end was like the shortest fight that we've had in a DC movie so far. And probably the shortest team up fight that I've seen in a movie period. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like X-Men, you know, Avengers, like everything. Yeah, it's short, man. Um, Things that I would do. Because that's just kind of the general, you know, overview of the movie. Like, Superman's dead. They can't fucking face Steppenwolf. They tried one time. He's fucking everybody up. They got to bring Superman back. They do. He's crazy for, like, two scenes. He's fine next, you know. Then they go and try to... And, I mean, despite the injection of comedy that that was given to the franchise in this movie, uh, to me, the first first half of the film... uh, was all right. Like scenes could have been longer with cert with all the different characters, but the movie had a strong start in my opinion. Yeah. I mean the, um, I really liked the way they did Aquaman, uh, flash could have been developed more. Of course, Aquaman could have, cause you don't really get any backstory. Well, they're probably going to make an Aquaman movie. Well, so, now, this is go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, speaking of flash, they, they, um, sorry, my dog's in here. Go boy. Sorry. Go boy. Go. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, speaking of flash, I feel like they really screwed the pooch on him and they, like, and, and don't get me wrong. I, the flash has always been kind of the wise crack, you know, of the, of the group. Right. But some of the shots they did with him were just downright fucking goofy. Yeah. The way that like, he like, runs. Like, oh, man. The way he runs in the Speed Force. In the trailer, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Maybe this weird slow-mo type thing going on. But then when you see it, I don't know if it's just because the way they filmed it, obviously. Like with IMAX or 3D or whatever in mind. Was it very cheap? But it, it varied, dude. Like It was like somebody... It was like they told him to run in place in front of a green screen and you can't... like. They didn't give a shit to fucking doll it up any better. Yeah. It looks like somebody shoved their fist in his ass and told him to run. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was <laughs> something that, you know, after I watched the movie, I kind of started browsing around and seeing the memes that, that stemmed from it or whatever. And there's just this shot that, and I remember too, because when I saw it, I was like, that was like, that was goofy as fuck. Um, so. If you remember in Batman versus Superman, there's a scene where Batman whips that fucking corner in the Batmobile and he just him and Superman just have that weird fucking moment We're staring each other in the face and Superman's <laughs> like, "Now, now, now." And it's <laughs> it's cringy as shit. Well, the same thing happens in Justice League 
when uh whenever Superman's first revived and he's kind of like like Griff said he's out of his out of his headspace and he's fighting everybody. Well, fucking the flash is rolling up and and you're seeing it through his perspective where everything's slowed down and he's just going on his own way. Well, goddamn, they you know Superman's faster than a speeding bullet. So in the middle of the speed force, Superman just fucking cuts his eyes to him like motherfucker. I can, I can, I'm fast too. Yeah. And the look, the look on the Flash's face is goddamn. It's just so you'll yeah. you'll laugh when you like. I was try. I had to subdue my laughter a little bit. Yeah. I mean, and that was but such it, a it, cool it, part. Like it was a cool, it was a cool part, but it ruined it when he was just kind of like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So if if I'm going to do the Justice League movie, here's what needed to happen for me. Um. They shouldn't have, in my opinion, they shouldn't have done the Wonder Woman movie as a backstory taking place in World War One. They should have had it to where. Um, the mother box starts activating and parademons and Steppenwolf show up and they, and he gets the mother box. That's wonder woman. Um, Aquaman, same thing. You get the, the Atlant, Atlantean politics, whatever the fuck's going on. He fights fucking uh black Manta. You know, that's happening. Mother box starts waking up. Uh, you know, they, um, Steppenwolf shows up, they fight him, he gets the mother box gone, right? Then have like a Flash Cyborg team-up movie where um, because Cyborg's dad works fucking Star Labs and all that shit and they they could just do a cool crossover movie there where they have the other mother box. It starts activating. Shit starts getting weird. You know what I mean? And like during at the end of these movies, you know, you have either Batman or Wonder Woman showing up being like, hey, guys, you know, we know that you've seen Steppenwolf and shit's getting weird. There's something bigger going on. You need to, you know, come with us to help us fix the problem. Right. Then have the Justice League movie opening with them trying to with them opening with them fighting Steppenwolf, realizing that they can't defeat him alone. And then go straight into reviving Superman. That's 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 how I would have done it. They could have kept it two hours. They but they could have started the movie with where you know all the characters, you know um, what their personalities and everything's like, the whole nine yards, and just go from there. Reviving Superman. Have Superman be a little bit crazier, a little bit longer, like just doing some off the wall shit that he does. Why you was know, he crazy? Because he, they brought him back to life, he didn't know he what the fuck dead, was. Though he popped his hand out at the end of the movie, right? Batman vs Superman. You saw his hand. No, the the just the dirt started to levitate above oh, the okay. coffin. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. So, Which, like, yeah. Sorry, Griff. Go. How they bring him back from the dead? Was he really dropped- dead, or was he in like a coma? No, he was. According to this, he was dead. They put him in that pool that uh, that um, Lex put General Zod's body in, oh. and then he cut his hand. They put him in there, and then they drop the mother box, and then Flash runs and charges it, and it zaps him back to life. Like, that's how they bring him back, you know? In Clear. my opinion... He, yeah. gets a crypto- he gets a Kryptonian new god defib. The, but the way they should have done it, instead of... Um, 
instead of uh, the Justice League guys like Batman and all them bringing Superman back, it should have been Lex, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, Lex already turned fucking General Zod's body into Doomsday, right? So why the fuck? Like, he gets out of Arkham. He would have had, he would have had the logical know-how to do what they did. Exactly. He could have been like, I can bring Superman back, and he's not going to know what the fuck's going on. We can be BFFs forever. You know what I mean? Like, And that, that would have been like a cool way to fucking shoehorn Lex. He's doing all this shady bullshit behind the scenes. He digs fucking Superman's body up. He gets the mother box. The Justice League shows up. Bam, he's back. The Justice League have to fight him. Lex gets away. We don't see Lex again. Fuck Lex. He's gone. He's out of the movie. At the, You know what I mean? That's what they should have done, in my opinion. Have the reason Superman's back is because of Lex. He's fucking pissed off that he's brought back to life. You know what I mean? But we got the Justice League movie that we got, which wasn't terrible by any means, but it was just not... What you expected? It just shows that like, if you're going to have a team-up movie um, like this caliber, you're going to at least have to introduce a couple more characters, give it a little bit... Because three of the six characters were introduced. The other three, you don't really know their personality. I mean, we've never seen any kind of screen adaptation except for in Smallville of Aqua. Most people don't know who the fuck he is, and most people don't give a fuck. You know, the only representation that you have of a cyborg is from that Teen Titans TV show, which is goofy as fuck. It is what it is. It's 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 funny. It's a cartoon. You know what I mean? But well, I mean, not. he do, he does show up in some of the uh, the the more the more high budgeted DC animated movies that they do. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I still share your sentiments. He still is a, a larger unknown character to general audiences, and that's one of the things that I would have done differently. Um, I would I would have scrapped Cyborg altogether, and I would have had a Lantern instead. Yeah. Didn't they have a little um, Lantern? It, it, Nod. Well, they had they had the they, yeah they had the nod, but I would have more or less swapped it around. I would have like had it to where you have either Hal Jordan or John Stewart, either or would have been fine. Do they have the right but, for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, they fucked up. Yeah. But um, do that. But then in a, and actually in Justice League, you know, keep things similar with the mother boxes. But have part of the movie. Okay, so you know how, you know how in Avengers, they introduced Hawkeye, but right off, right out the gate of Avengers, they turn him into a bad guy, and he stays a, an, an antagonist for through most most of the film. Yeah. Well, I would have done something almost similar like that, but with Cyborg, like not have him be bad, but just have his plot being rooted to the mother box, like because of all that research and it creating him just having that be something, you know, they stumble upon and, and just that, you know, have him like be kind of like an extra little person that fights in the very end. Yeah. And I would have, I would have kept in line with uh, the way they did Batman versus Superman. And that was, I like the idea. I mean, and, and their marketing ruined, but I wish they would have had it to where, okay, the idea is that they're going to fight Steppenwolf. That's all going on. But in the last 30 minutes, just completely turn the knob up to 11 on the action and the just all the plot shit going on. 
And considering that after this movie, the DC films aren't going to be as rooted in continuity anymore. Like they're going to be in universe, but they're, they're still going to be more independent of each other than these last few have been. Right. So Which, with that in mind, I probably would have, I mean, then this is, this is building this movie off of not being able to have created the universe, like how Griffin would have wanted to with the individual movies. Cause that would have worked. That would, that, that really is what should have happened. Yeah. But given how they, it's already laid out, which I haven't had, I didn't have a problem with any of the movies up until suicide squad and wonder woman. Yeah, I agree. But like, um, but uh, just have Steppenwolf go on and then actually just either bring in some more new gods or just bring in Darkseid. Yeah. And just let that just be. Or if anything, bring him in for that moment where, you know, because one of the big things that Steppenwolf is attacking Earth again is because Steppenwolf is aware that that's, uh, Superman's dead. Yeah. So having the you know his threat reemerge and stopping him, it would be interesting to have had like that last few minutes. You know, Darkseid tries to he he tries to come through, but Superman fucking stops it. And then let there be a post credit scene showing that that whole shit wasn't over. Well, they could have had where they're fighting uh, Steppenwolf. Superman's beating the shit out of him. Um, you know, everybody else fucking the parademons up, and then Darkseid shows up, gets Steppenwolf, throws him in the boom tube, and then uh starts fighting those guys for a few minutes. Then Superman knocks his ass back into the boom tube and he's gone. Like you know he's out there. Like you see a little bit of a fight, not much of one, but they get rid of him real quick and they're just gonna sit after it's over, they're gonna have to sit back and be like, Who the fuck was that dude? Holy shit, he's fucking badass. You know what I mean? But you, I mean, I'm yeah, like, go- just have Dark Side like jump out long enough to like, like you said, throw Steppenwolf back and fucking throw down a couple Omega beams and then jump back in himself, you know? Yeah, just anything. I'm going to be completely honest right here on the fucking real estate podcast. I'm 100% fine now. With them scrapping everything, recasting everybody, and starting fucking over. I'm 100% fine with it. You know what I mean? I had high hopes, high hopes for Justice League. It didn't fulfill me the way I thought it should. And I'm fine with them just being like, fuck Ben Affleck. He doesn't want to be Batman. Recast everybody. Even Wonder Woman. Fuck everybody. And just fucking start the universe completely over from fucking ground zero. You know what I mean? I would be okay with this. I mean, dude, it's it's all over the fucking place. They're, I mean, it's so inconsistent with everything. Like, you have, like, two good DC movies. You have the shitty Wonder Woman. You have the shitty Suicide Squad. And an okay Justice League movie. And everybody's still bitching. Fuck it all. Get rid of everybody. Do a complete fucking tonal change if that's what you want to do. Recast. No Wonder Woman movie, though. I mean, if they do a Wonder Woman movie, it doesn't need to be a a character that, like, it's not much going on there. You know, like. But my thing is, is like, I would have much rather have watched 
Like the stuff that they showed in Justice League on Themyscira with them trying to keep the mother box away from that. Yeah, that was the that that should have been the Wonder Woman movie. Yes, that was one of the highlights of the movie. Well, like, why it don't was, they take a note from fucking Marvel? Because Marvel has been building towards some shit for like ten years now. I don't like know. all their movies tie in; they all make sense. Here's the reason. I've got the reason why. This me and Travis all over talk, the place. Me and Travis talked about this last night because they don't have a Kevin Feige. They don't have somebody driving the ship. You know what I mean? They don't have the well, every time HNIC. They get somebody they fucking kick their damn ass to the curb. Well, that's the thing. They need somebody that's not writing and not directing the movies. They need somebody that's overseeing everything that has to do with DC. Like, you know, this all they, has to they, tie together. And they need to get rid of uh, the guy at Warner Brothers. What was his name, Griffin? You you showed it last night. Oh yeah, I've got this what picture last night. <laughs> Me and Travis hung out. <laughs> oh, he he came over and hooked me up with audition. Why wasn't that? I couldn't find my, I couldn't find my copy. I've still got stuff from the move yeah, bagged up, the, so I wasn't able to get to it like I wanted to. Missed the invite. So uh, yeah, I wasn't over there that long. Oh. <laughs> um, so the CEO for WB is Kevin. Uh, WB. Yeah, Warner Brothers. Kevin Shujara, I guess is how you pronounce his name. But all right, he's the one responsible for Batman vs Superman being over edited. He ordered the Suicide Squad reshoot, Suicide Squad reshoots, and overly edited the film as well. He tried to have the No Man's Land scene cut from Wonder Woman, but they refused to do it. Which they could have done that, and I'd have been fine with it. They should have fucking scrapped the whole movie. Uh, he mandated the Justice League reshoots the less than two hour runtime and had the film badly edited and it was badly edited. Who the fuck does this guy think he is? He's the CEO of WB He's man. fucking this shit up. He, he needs problem, to go read some comments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you could, ass. you could tell, you could tell he was more of a, he's the businessman. Yeah, like, money. He doesn't like, like, like Griff said, he's not Kevin Feige. Cause I think even, not a fucking even though I'm sure, fan. I, I'm sure even though at this point that, you know, I'm sure he's, he's, he's digging the money, obviously who wouldn't, but you know, I feel like to an extent, like, over like the fact that, that Marvel studios just is its own studio. Yeah. Uh, that's already an advantage in and of itself because there's no, it, it, they're not Warner tied Brothers to stu- Disney. Warner Brothers is stupid. By not creating a their own version, oh yeah, of a studio I, that's like, hey, we're gonna do the DC movies, what Vertigo properties we have, you know, everything that is adapted from something, we're the company that's doing it. Yeah. Um, do y'all want to know how much it's grossed so far? Yeah. Worldwide gross, uh, domestic gross as of uh, November the twentieth, which was yesterday. Is a hundred and one million. Um, the worldwide the worldwide gross is two hundred and eighty six million. So it's creeping up to three hundred. So, um, but as word starts to spread, starts yeah. to make less money. I mean, it's just you know they did it again, man. Well, they need a captain, and that's the that's the biggest problem. They need somebody that is invested. They need a fanboy. 
Yes, that that knows the history of these characters and that can not only go in and and lay the groundwork for something truly epic, but has the knowledge and the know-how and and the fucking not not even that, but just the fucking cleverness to make something that Marvel's doing happen in the DC universe. And I'm not saying it has to be bright and colorful and a good time like Marvel. It can be dark and depressing and still be great. But you can't have these fucking crazy tonal shifts in a fucking movie like this. You know what I mean? You can't you can't have a fucking Wonder Woman movie that everybody praised because because Wonder Woman that wasn't that great that is gonna redirect the entire DC universe. You know what I mean? It's just it's just reckless behavior. And well, I'm I mean, fine. I feel like these four movies at least, uh, they'll be reflected on as like they'll they'll be prime examples of of our time. Like yeah. the current time that they came out. Yeah. Like anyone who'll take the time to do the research and look up the politics of the day and how it translated into filmmaking, you'll 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 see what they did with these. Yeah. And you'll see it and you'll see it scattered all throughout the Marvel universe as well. Like Yeah, I agree. So I'm not um if you're into Justice League, and I know this isn't the Justice League, because I mean we can watch it. And we can fucking do a full, legitimate episode about it. But if you're into it, it's worth going to the movies to watch. Because there are a lot of things that I do, did really like about it. But there are a lot of things that I wish that they would have done different. And, I mean, it's it's hard. You know, like when I went and watched Thor Ragnarok, I was like, this movie's fucking perfect. There's nothing that I could think of that they could do different to make this movie better. They hit it on the head. But look at the fucking team you have behind that to make sure it's yeah. perfect. So that's the, yeah. I mean, WB needs to, to step the have, fuck back. Well, they need to develop a uh, DC entertainment, a DCE brand. Studios. And, yes. Well, and then, well, it's like Warner Brothers is they're that company that somehow landed a great deal on a gold mine, but they have absolutely no idea how to use their drills or how to train their workers. In mining <laughs> Why can't that they gold. just take the page from Marvel? Why can't they look at Marvel and go, you know what? That's what we got to do because Thor's made over $500 million. Yeah, I know. And I think that Justice League will get there, but not as quickly as like no. I think, I think just like, and, and I feel like Batman versus Superman slowly, it's already shown signs of it. You know, these movies, if they're given a director's cut, if they're given all their scenes back into the film and given something close to the director's original vision, they'll be, they'll, Probably they'll, a good they'll, movie. they'll bounce back in their, in the, in the, the, the home video market. Yeah, because I mean, Batman versus Superman Ultimate Edition is the end all. Like, if you're gonna watch that movie, watch that one. Yeah. Well, and that's why I'm fine with recasting and starting over. I mean, 
I can still to this day sit down and watch Man of Steel and love it just like the first time that I watched it. It's always going to be there. I think Henry Cavill is a fantastic super. But like right here, news on fucking all week long. There's a rumor that Jake Gyllenhaal might replace Ben Affleck as Batman. We should not be having these fucking discussions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Warner Brothers it's, fucking up, man. I mean, it says that Affleck has uh, told everybody that he wants to make a cool exit from playing Batman. And they're trying to find somebody to replace him. Well, the best way to replace him is um, recasting everybody. Jake Gyllenhaal. That's I mean, pick. I mean, that's who they're talking. You know, director Matt Reeves has his eyes set on Jake Gyllenhaal as his first pick to don the cape and cow. Um, never thought I'd see that. I mean, you know, I think never thought be, I'd see Ben Affleck. Oh yeah, I'm sure he'll do a good job. It's not Ben fucking, Affleck's fault. This movie sucked. Well, the biggest issue that that I, that I thought. Even though I appreciated the nod to the source material, but even though it was completely unnecessary, um, I really think they jumped the gun, or what would you call it? Jump the shark. <laughs> you can they jump. jump well, they jumped the shark with having this stupid idea of bringing Batman, like a, a, a late, like an old Batman, basically. Yeah into a newly just now formed justice league. Yeah. I agree. And, and they, they, they should have, and I, and I know it was, it could have been, maybe it was an attempt to distance itself from the Nolan Batman or the con or, or pretty much the, the younger iterations of Batman that's been around. But even, even the Keaton Batman films show you that, he can. You can still pull off a younger Batman, and still be able to show him seasoned, like a seasoned veteran. Like, you know, have him like maybe five, six years on the thing instead of like ten or however many years it was he did. Like, wasn't it twenty? Yeah, I mean, dude. R- realistically, I mean, they could they could say that he's been doing it for twenty years, but he doesn't need to look old. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, the guy's in peak physical condition. He probably wouldn't age that much. Yeah. He looked, uh, Ben Affleck looked looked like he's been stressed out since those reviews for Batman v Superman came out. You know what I mean? Like, shit. No, that's that's some damn Jennifer Garner sadness right Mm. there. Ooh. (gasps) Hit him where it hurts. (laughs) Um, I hate to hear that. I mean, you know, we all... The, I mean, well, we heard the review last podcast. We we knew the numbers were bad. Cause that's, would you say that's right? The numbers were correct. Mm, I, if I was going to rate it on IMDb on a 100% scale, I would probably give it about a 60 to 70%. Not it, a 37? Just, no, I wouldn't give it that. I mean, dude, it's, it's not think- terrible. It'll get better if you watch it again. Sometimes well, it that happens with these movies. It may, and I need to watch it again. I mean, this is just fresh off the boat thinking right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure when Christopher Columbus showed up, he's like, fuck this shithole. But he learned to love it. How, some... how did Christopher Nolan's Batman movies 
make it to the big screen without being fucked with. Because they let him do whatever he wants. Because he's to Christopher do. fucking Nolan, you know? Yeah. They need to bring his ass on and just let him head. Well, he's not really, that's not his cup of tea. Well, he's executive produced and co wrote everything that the DC Universe has done since Batman began. Yeah, but you know, they yeah. just they keep fucking the movies up, man. Yeah. And they think they're going to fix it. But like, they're they not. think they know what's best. Well, see, and that's what's crazy. Like, you, ha- I watched Thor. 90% of the movie is improv. All, like, almost all the dialogue in it. And you can tell, but not in a bad way. Like, they trusted that dude enough to be like, make the Thor movie you want to make. Here's what we want in the movie. Have fun. Yeah, have you got to have, here's the Easter eggs for so it can link up to the rest of the story. Yeah. And just have fun with it, you know? And then you see Edgar Wright's side of it. You know, he wanted to make the, the Ant-Man movie that he wanted to make. The Marvel execs wasn't having it. They got him out. They brought another guy in. Ant-Man movie's still great. I love it. I would have liked to have seen Edgar Wright's. But at the end of the day, Kevin Feige is God. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as long as you can get along with this dude and 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 tell him exactly how you want to do everything... Go. He's like, go have fun. Here's the keys to the Porsche. Yeah. Drive the fuck Here's out of it. hundred million dollars. Yeah. Go have fun. You know, like, and that's the thing. They don't have like, to me, it feels like Zack Snyder's trying to write the story, direct the movie, create a universe and other DC movies. It's too many hats for one guy. You know what I mean? He's trying to juggle way too much shit. He's got 17 kids. You know what I mean? There needs to be somebody else him, that's steering it in the right direction. I mean, that's like uh, Captain Marvel. You know, they're finally doing a Captain Marvel movie over at Marvel, and it's going to be prequel. Like, to, it's going to be taking place in the past from what I heard in the 80s. You know what I mean? I'm interested to see how that plays out because we haven't really had anything like that in the Marvel universe. You know, I think that putting Wonder Woman back during World War II was a bad idea, but if you put Captain Marvel in the 80s, it's a little bit more relevant to what's going on in the overarching story than putting a fucking Amazonian in World War One. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's that's pretty much all I got to say about fucking Justice. And DC in general right now. <sighs> Charles Manson died. Oh wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's dead at eighty three. Um not really wow. sure. He lived to be an old fucking man. Yeah. Eighty fucking three? Yeah. He died of natural causes, according to a prison official. Sure he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it says that he was uh, wheeled into Bakersfield Hospital and escorted by five uniformed cops. One source has said it at the time it was just a matter of time. <laughs> I mean, hell, you can say that about anybody. You know what I mean? Shit, Charles Manson's an alien. He didn't die. He just he got beamed up. He just went home. <laughs> um. 
And Sylvester Stallone is fucking around with girls. Uh, some more Harvey Weinstein-esque news. Says that he was uh, accused of sexually assaulting a 16-year-old fan. Police report reveals girl claimed star made her give him and his bodyguard oral sex threatened they would beat her head in if she ever told. Um, says that the actor who was 40 years old at the time met the teenager while he was filming at the former Las Vegas Hilton Hotel. She was given keys to his room. Stallone allegedly had sex with the girl telling her she was very tight before asking the minor if she could ever had if she had ever had sex with two men at the same time. The girl claims Stallone's bodyguard, Mike DeLuca, who was in the bathroom until brought him out, forced her to give him oral sex. Um, so that's happening, and then Stallone comes out and claims that it never happened. Um, Stallone's res- a representative reached out to TMZ and told them that the story is false and new false and news to everybody, including Stallone. The statement reads, this is ridiculous. Categorically false story. No one was ever aware of this story until it was published today, including Mr. Stallone. At no time was Mr. Stallone ever contacted by authorities or anyone else regarding this matter. Uh, it says the 16-year-old filed the report with Las Vegas police alleging, you know, Stallone and his bodyguard intimidated her into having sex with him in a hotel in 1986. Um, after the incident, the teenager claimed to have been threatened by Stallone and DeLuca, who allegedly said they would beat her head in a holding. I mean, police reports stay on file forever, right? Yeah, there's there's a police report. So it it happened, and they never investigated it. So they just swept it under the rug. Well, I mean, probably didn't believe her. Well, well no, they didn't investigate. I mean, that just goes to show. I mean, look, man, if it doesn't matter if you're like a super superstar, you know. At the end of the day, everybody needs to answer for anything that they've done wrong to to harm another human, right? So, like, they should have checked up, should have investigated at least a little bit. You know, I mean, I'm. It's all allegedly, of course. I'm not sure if he did it or not, but at the same time, like, what the fuck, man? Like, why was she giving keys to his hotel? Why did she show up? You know what I mean? Yeah, what was she doing there? Why was this young girl hanging out with Sly? Yeah. <laughs> Says that he met the teenager while he was filming in Las Vegas, and she was giving keys to his room. I mean, like, what do you th- What did she think was going to happen? She think they were going to hang out watching ep- a, a copy of Rocky? Right, yeah, right. I mean, it's just it's just crazy, man. 
Now, I'm not trying to flip it, you know, and say that what happened was all right, but. No. What the fuck was she doing in the room to start with? Yeah, for real. Was she a prostitute that they picked up on the street? I mean, they're in Vegas, right? Yeah. Vegas is full of them. It says uh, at the time of the incident, Stallone was 40. Um, Bodyguard DeLuca was shot and killed by California police during a traffic stop in 2017 or 2013. He was 27 years old. Police were alerted to the incident when a hotel employee called police to report that a friend of the victim said she needed advice on the matter. When officials tracked down the teen, she relayed details the alleged assault to them. She said she was staying at the Hilton Hotel with family friends for 10 days from July the 18th to the 28th. During that time, Stallone happened to be filming at the hotel for an upcoming movie over the top. The teen, the teen said she met actor David uh, Mendenhall, who was playing Stallone's son in the film at the hotel's arcade, and he introduced her to her cousin, her and her cousin to Stallone on Wednesday, July the 23rd. In the following days, the cast and crew of the movie continued filming at the hotel, and on Friday, the teen said she saw Stallone and got his autograph. According to the police report, Stallone asked the girl how old she was. After learning she was 16, asked how she got such a build. One of the teen's friends had received a kiss on the cheek from Stallone during the conversation. So the teen said she also asked for a peck on the cheek for Stallone. He replied that he would give her a kiss at a later date that she would not forget. Uh, the next day, the teen said she returned to the area of the hotel where the crew was filming with a larger picture for Stallone to autograph for her so that she could give it to a friend. There she met DeLuca's bodyguard who allegedly asked the teen if Stallone made pass at her, what, what would she do? The teen said she responded that she would probably make a pass back at him. DeLuca then gave her two keys for a room on the 27th floor and told her to go up to the room as soon as possible. That night, the teen claims that she went up to the 27th floor where she met alone and DeLuca in the hallway, and together they all went into the hotel suite. From there, the teen said, she and Stallone went into the bedroom, got undressed, and began having intercourse. Teen told police that they really didn't have sex because Stallone only inserted himself a little ways into her and only kept it in for a few seconds. Ah. Oh. Yeah, right? What the fuck? I mean, that, that counts as intercourse to me. Um... Bullshit. I don't know. It's that's crazy. Why didn't he go all the way? Uh, I don't know about this story. He didn't want to go over the top. Greedy <laughs> 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 lazy. That's brisk, baby. Um, how long have we been Talking going about that iced tea? Yeah. Close to two hours. What iced tea do? That commercial, right? 
That's brisk. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I got a trailer that I want everybody to watch. What you got? Before, uh, before we dip out, I told Travis about this last. Time. There was a lot of shit that happened last. Last time. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I actually watched this. Oh. How much? Yeah. This yeah. popped up on YouTube. I, I saw that. that it had a dude from the office. <laughs> yeah. Jim. Yeah. Old Jamie so Boy. I watched it because it's fucking, it was trending on YouTube. Oh, I'm going to go see it. I just realized the time. Yeah. I can watch this, man. Then I got to do it. You guys ready? Yeah. Three, yeah. two, one, play. over here by the window yeah look at it I want to know what it is right here uh uh, <laughs> uh. So what do you think it is? I mean, judging by the fucking claw mark on the wall. <laughs> is it Godzilla? It's a Velociraptor. <laughs> I think that Jim directed it, too. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure that he's... he's uh. Wow. Yeah. Let's see. Let me... I'm on my way. He directed it. Yeah. I mean, that's cool, right? Hey, he wrote also it, too. Also one of the writers. Yeah. I mean, you know? So a comment for the trailer is plot twist. They're trapped on Shroop Farms, and they're hiding from Dwight and Moe's. <laughs> now, that's they something. They can't that... hear you. They can't hunt you. Yeah, right. Um, he's, he's playing Jack Ryan in a 
Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan TVs. Forget about it. Crazy. And, um, I mean, he's done a few things since the office. got that office money, man. I know, I know. That was good money. Done, he does a lot of voice. Voice. Yeah. I'm in, though, man. I yeah, mean, it, I, mean, I want to see it. I want to know what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go to the movies and watch it. Oh, speaking of that, before we dip, I finally, on Justice League, got to use my movie pass. You got a and movie was, pass? Yeah, I got one. Well, how did it work? All right, so you go to the theater, right? Uh, you download the app on your phone. They have a movie pass app. Uh, once you get your card, you set it up, you know, put your card number and all that shit in. You pick the theater that you're at, bam, uh, you know, Scottsboro Hollywood 10, bam. Then you go to the movie you want to watch, click the showtime, bam. Then it pops up, it says check in, has a poster for the movie and everything. You click check in and it says ticket has been reserved. Go up to the window. Uh, I showed her my phone and she said, okay, let me see your card. Give them the card. They swipe it, give you the movie ticket. You're in. How do they fucking make money off of this? I, I don't know, dude. But it's fucking great. Like, I didn't like go watch... keep it? Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't go watch Thor with the movie pass, so I can go watch Thor for free. Yeah. Like, I bought a drink. Every other fucking movie that comes out. Yeah. Like, I bought a drink, and that, of course, was five bucks, but that's all I spent at the movies. You know what I mean? Well, if you fucking cut the price of the ticket out, it doesn't hurt to buy a little bit of food. No, not at all. Because you're not doubling down. Yeah, you're not double dipping. Yeah. I still can't. I went and watched uh, Thor by myself, and I got a drink and a popcorn, and it cost me $18. Holy shit. What yeah, time I'm did not, you go? I went at one forty-five oh on a Sunday. Oh, my God. Yeah. $18? Yeah. Dude, if you tacked on another drink... Yeah, and another ticket. Yeah, and some little fucking chocolate candies. It's easily thirty dollars. Holy shit! Yeah. So Fuck uh, that this movie pass any, is badass though. Yeah, if anybody, if you go to the movies on the reg, I, I mean, I'm gonna probably start watching a lot more movies because, like, why not? I mean, I work down there, so if I get off work in time and nothing's going on. You got to go to work early. I mean, I can catch the 720 show. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Be home by 10. No big deal. No big deal. No, you just, you pull it up anywhere. You go to uh, Huntsville. You find the uh, the theater that you're at. Check in. Give them the card. They swipe it. Give you the movie ticket you're in. You know? For $10 a month. Yes. So going and watching Justice League, I paid for my monthly subscription. Yeah. I mean, one movie might as well be $10. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, watch them all. Yeah, I'm thinking, because well, why mean, not? Now, I mean, you know, it's free. Yeah, exactly. I have no reason not to go. To the, yeah, you know? Wait, and then now... You'll probably feel you'll you'll feel a little more obligated to go because you're actually paying for a service that allows you to go. Yeah. So you'll be like, well, I'm gonna go because I'm I'm paying for it. Yeah. Plan on seeing every shitty movie that comes through. 
mean, come on. You know, I mean, until, I mean, from now until, you know, Star Wars, there's not much coming out. But yeah, if I wanted to go for a little while. Yeah. But if I wanted to go watch Thor again, I could. Or if I wanted to go watch fucking Wonderful or whatever the hell that fucking movie that everybody went and watched was, you Is know. Thor a movie you would watch again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Has anybody got anything else? No, oh, man. You got anything, Trey? It's cold. No, I'm good, brother. I mean, you you pretty much brought up all the stuff that I'd read about and everything throughout the, the week. Oh, yeah. So next week, uh, it's our final week of uh, Real Estate Presents. Podcast of Time Forgot Presents Real Estate Whatever. Podcast Time Forgot. <laughs> yeah. We're watching uh, Funny Game. Um, and I got the U.S. version. Oh, there's... Yeah. Well, from what I understand, it's a shot-for-shot remake. Okay. Same guy wrote and directed both of them. So I think we have to watch them both. Uh, <laughs> I think one of them you got to read. What what language is it in? The the original? The foreign one, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> It came out in 90s. Now it came out in German. Uh, what the fuck? German, French, and Italian. The country that it was directed in was Austria. So German. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Funny games. Yeah, we're gonna watch. uh, You know the American cut of Funny Games, and uh, that'll conclude. So we got next week, and that'll be the end of November, the start of December. And then what are we going to do for Christmas, guys? We're just going to pick our favorite Christmas movies? And run them through the damn. No, we'll just each pick one. All right. I don't know. We had a plan. Yeah, what was we going to do? We were going to pick a different a different. uh Christmas movie of different genres. That's right. So the comedy would be, uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation. Yeah, and then uh, we said something about doing Black Christmas for horror. That's right. Unless there's any other good horror Christmas movies anybody can think of. Not really. Uh, Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, Krampus. I haven't seen that Krampus. I haven't either. Uh, the rest of these are fucking B movies that I see. And then action movie Die Hard. We mentioned Die Hard. <clears throat> or Batman Returns. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Next week we'll come in prepared and we'll throw we'll throw it in the generator and see what we get. How about we all pick comedy? We each pick a comedy, we each pick a horror, and we each oh pick God. a action and then we throw it in the generator. Whoever, you know. Right. I mean I'm gonna pick Scrooge for the comedy. Right. So, you know. So uh we'll see how it goes. 
we'll see what we can come up come up with, whatnot. So yeah, check in next week. Funny games. Check out podcasts that time forgot. Um, you know we we are the real estate podcast. We uh, talked about a lot of stuff in this episode. Let us know what you thought about audition. If this is the first time you've ever seen it, um, I mean you know roll with it. I mean that's pretty much all I got. Checks in the mail. Check is in the mail. Jack Burton. Leave Jack Burton alone. <laughs> Good job, Come on, guys. Egg. Yeah. Good game, fellas. Good game. Egg. Yippee cow yay, motherfuckers. Mm, that's a tag. Boy, for horror movies, we've got Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Gremlins, Krampus, Christmas Evil, Santa Slay, Jack Frost. Yeah. Uh, All Through the House, Silent Night, Bloody Night, Scent, The Children, Santa Claus, but they spell it C L A W S. Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. Oh, there's, a, there's four of these Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, Better Watch Out, Dead End, Red Christmas. Cadaver Christmas. <laughs> Elves. He too. Christmas. Christmas of the Living Dead. Yeah. Uh, I would watch that. Uh, Dismembering Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> the Gingerbread that Man. Sounds like a, that sounds like a shitty rock band from Gadsden. <laughs> Have you said, look at this fucking movie podcast. It's Gary Busey too. Holy shit! Is it the Gingerbread Man movies or Ginger yes. Dead Man? No, it's Ginger. Yeah, Ginger Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this poster? I've seen the DVDs. That's how this, close I got to them. This some next level shit. Travis could smell it. <laughs> He did not smell, like it. It smelled like schizophrenia and nutmeg. I mean, look at this. <laughs> Evil never tasted so good. I mean, come on. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's the ginger dad. <laughs> That's man. that little dude on Doctor <laughs> Who. Yeah, I want, no I want him to be a my, 
I want him to be a Minecraft skin. Oh my. I'm sure there's one out there. That looks like a damn steak knife. All right, here's a uh, scent or called Saint. I guess it's a forum film. A horror film that depicts St. Nicholas as a murderous bishop who kidnaps and murders children when there's a full moon on December the 5th. Wow. Silent Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1984. After his parents are murdered, a young, tormented teenager goes on a murderous rampage dressed as Santa due to his stay at an orphanage where he was abused by the mother superior. Silent Night Zombie Night, a week before Christmas, a viral outbreak turns the citizens of Los Angeles <laughs> into the walking dead. How funny. Elves, 1989, a young woman discovers that she is the focus of an evil Nazi experiment involving selective breeding and summoning elves, an attempt to create a race of super. She and two of her friends are trapped in a department store with an elf and only Dan Haggerty as the renegade loose cannon Santa Claus can save them. That sounds fucking incredible. <laughs> um, to all a good night, a group of teenagers at a party find themselves being stalked by a maniacal killer in a Santa Claus costume. Uh, Jack Frost, serial killer dies, oh, comes back as snowman. <laughs> I always remember the VHS because it had the co the holographic style where when you turn yeah. it one way, yeah, the Jack Frost would turn from an innocent snowman to like a menacing face. What Nixon and Hogan smoke Christmas? What Strangeville's famous stoner set up to help Santa finish his Christmas deliveries after he accidentally smoked some Yuletide zombie weed. What the fuck <laughs> is that? Here's one. A good time. Christmas Cruelty, 2013. This movie is definitely not for everyone. It's got brutality built in that surpasses many in that department. Christmas Cruelty belongs on the list, but should not be played for crowds who are easily offended. You won't have to wait too long as you'll get to the point in the first five minutes. Film is Norwegian-based to give you a hint to the extreme nature. Approach with caution. I'm fucking interested in that fucking. Oh, yeah. We follow a serial killer and his victims as they all prepare for Christmas in ways. This year, it doesn't matter if you've been naughty or nice. Santa is coming to town no matter what. He knows where you live. It looks shitty. Like super shitty. I mean, everything that so far that you've read sounds like a movie you would watch on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, I know. Silent Night or a Black Christmas sorority house is terrorized by a stranger who makes frightening phone calls and then murders the sorority sisters during Christmas break. I mean, hell for you know, yeah. hell for. Sounds like a good time. Well, shit, guys, I got to bounce. All right.